Yeah. I see what you did. Yeah, yeah. This nigga wait, voice sounds wait, lovely. Wait. Yeah, yeah. This voice yeah. sounds lovely. Yeah. That's feedback yeah. machine. I might just. I might just. I might just. Nigga, I might just. Part of the song. Yeah. I might just fuck up some commas. I might just call me some Prada. I might just give me a 38. Case niggas bring me some drama. I want the hands, don't want problems. Bodies are bad for business. I never fuck up my profit. How you think I'ma get mom out the kitchen? But I got these bands and I bust up. Turn 25 to a 50. 7500 degrees how I cook up. All the night stomach was empty. I'ma have Michelin stars on a tour bus. I might just get out the city. I might just end up a winner. Too many nights I was dead hungry. We ain't had money to eat. Drowning in liquor and teardrops. Pray to the Lord on my knees. Too many people depend on me. If I was soft, wouldn't breathe. Thinking tonight had a feds on me. You know we playing for keeps. You know this ain't for the week. If I slip up, probably be dead in a week. Broke niggas watching my feet. Designing kicks. Confusing with blood on my sneaks. Cop the investment in boat. That's by the brick. Calculating every piece. International machinery. German shit. And I cop it on the lease. Niggas can never compare to my intellect. I chose to be a rapper. Cause I was raised with some manners. But most of these niggas don't know about respect. I put food on the platter. But I don't make funny moments for a check. Niggas be jokers. What? But me, I just want me a meal. Clean, that's without a deal. I got no fucking deal. Fuck it if that's how you feel. Fuck you, nigga. I'm just trying to be real. That's why I move different. So you can love me. with the One, two. Dick, go. Oh, yes, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know, man. These niggas got us fucked up, man. We're going to do this shit one more time, man. Fuck what you niggas told us, man. Make them niggas booty shakes. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, 21 Savage. Official tissue with yes, the sound <laughs> Eat them Savage. Okay. Them savage. What are you, you know talking what about? Yo, welcome back to another fucking episode. <laughs> Of the Light Up Podcast. It's episode 11 for your head top. It's your boy C's. I'm here with my nigga Ethan. And today, we have the motherfucking greatest motherfucking rapper of the motherfucking Bronx, nigga. My fucking ooh, house, ooh, nigga. Ooh, fuck ooh, you talking ooh, about, nigga. Ooh, ooh. Suck my dick, everybody. Yo, if you don't listen to this nigga's music, bro, oh, you're missing out, bro. So fucking flex bounce with my nigga Jay Lucas. Yo, bro. It's a pleasure to be ooh, here, man. On, man. My Some physical class for my boy, yeah. man. Some physical oh, class for my boy, man. Oh, fuck is you talking about? Sure, nigga. Yo, bro, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Even before your, your career starts, bro, I'm going to give you your fucking flowers, bro. Because you already know that, that you're the best rapper to ever do it. Like, it's not it's not an opinion. It's a fact. Big you know energy. You feel Listen, me, I'm nigga? not going to say no. That's all I say. Come on, man. Sure, we here nigga? for it, bro. Today, we have our special brother, Jay Luke. We always mention him in almost every fucking podcast. He's finally here. My boy made an appearance. That song was called I Might. It's unreleased by Jay Luke. Soon coming to an iTunes store near you. Near you. Which means that you happen to be said. very lucky to listen to her at the beginning. You know what I'm saying, bro? We giving you the unreleased shit, bro. Like, we're not really supposed to be doing this shit, but our brother blessed us today, you know what I'm saying, with a, with some unreleased shit. Well, another one, because we played another one. Yo, y'all got two fucking unreleased shit. making Luke. me sound like Malcolm X right now. Yo, bro. Like, brother you, Joseph. <laughs> God, I mean, you're not even lying, though. That's the, that's the thing. You're not even lying. <laughs> this nigga said, Brother Joseph, yo, man, today for the Smokers Report, man. Yo, eat them. Hold it up and show them in the camera what we smoking on, bro. We smoking on some Jesus. 
I said Jesus. Some Jesus shuttles worth, bro. <laughs> From Blueprint, bro. Like I say, each and every episode, if you don't know, do your fucking Google, man. Go to Google Images and Yo. see what we're smoking on, man. Check that leafly. Come on, Facts. man. From Cali to NYC, man. Nobody can do it. I ain't gonna lie, bro. bro. That shit is so exclusive, you can't even check it on leafly. Oh. Nah, that us. Nah, that us. I, don't, I, don't, I forgot what I puffed on that I couldn't find on leafly. It was some crazy shit. And I couldn't, um, damn, it sounds like it's cutting off. Um, I couldn't find it on Leafly, and I was like, damn, this shit must be fool, or he's gassing it, like, wherever I copped it from. But, yeah, bro. Listen, yeah. it's just like, um, it's like, you know, you, you have accessibility to to go watch porn, but you, you can't go watch Kanye West. You feel what I'm saying? No. Uh, it, it's okay. Yo, you know, it, you're it's, it's my to your opinion, whatever you say, bro. I'm not going to say you're wrong. You said that with a lot of confidence, so I'm going to assume that you know exactly what you're Yo, talking bro, about. Bro, I've seen me, bro. him blink three times when he said that. He processed trust it. Me. Like, it made sense in his world. Hey, bro, trust listen, me, bro. this is what it is, man. Trust me, bro. <coughs> Yo, so what's up, y'all? Niggas? How, how Yo, bro, hold on, bro. How you feeling today, bro? Good, that's the same I'm, thing uh, I just asked. Woke up a little bit under the weather. Still a little under the weather. I feel like I'm getting a little sick. Um, yeah, that shit going around everywhere, bro. That shit yeah, bro. going around everywhere. Jacking is the weather change. It's oh, definitely yeah. the weather change. I got, you know, green mucus and whatnot. But, um, Yo, you too? I got green mucus. You got green mucus? Nigga, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> bro. The fuck we mutating, bro? That's a start, bro. We mutating, bro. That's what it is. Um, but shit, man. Just, you know. <clears <clears <throat> on, uh, but nigga, how does it feel to be a fucking rapper, nigga? Like, how does it fucking feel to be Jay motherfucking Luke, bro? Tell me, bro. I need you to <laughs> fucking like hold your day, nuts, bro. my nigga, and That's like tell me, bro. Respect. Tell me how does it feel, bro? I mean, you know, it's just me, bro. I can't really tell you much. But how did like if you were to like tell, let's say you were to tell me, how does it feel to be you? How does it feel to be you? How does it feel to be you? Amazing. Amazing. Like I'm talking about, like nigga, nobody could stop this motherfucking motherfucking bull, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I like the confidence, bro. Listen, I ain't gonna lie, bro. <laughs> After watching that fucking Kanye interview, bro, nigga on a hundred, I came I came to a realization about myself, bro. That I, you know I, I'm not gonna say it on the <coughs> internet, but we could definitely have that conversation off, off camera. Off camera, yeah, off the money. we could definitely have it. All right, we will. Or because I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna talk about it later. Or drop in the comment section and we could give you the light of podcast after hours, after hours, after after hours, fucking after hours. hours. Oh you know yeah, that would be fire, Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Bro? Like have strippers us, in the background man. and shit. Everything, bro. Crazy, yeah, crazy. bro. Whatever you want. I'm with it, bro. We have Beethoven in the background. We could, cook up, we could cook up some fucking crack in the back too, nigga. I don't know what about crack. No, we could no, cook up some beats. I could make some beats. Oh yeah, yeah, we could do that. We could. You know do what I'm saying? I don't know about that. Yo, bro. So how was your weekend, bro? What you did this weekend, bro? It's good, man. Um, I'm working on. Um, so I'm a captain in training. For those that don't know, um, so I'm working on that. It's a very extensive course. Just been doing that, trying to focus on it, Michael trying Michael. to focus on it, and um, it's you know really extensive, a lot of information. Just been working on that. Just been in the crib, you know, playing the cool. Working on the music as always, trying to make a song every night. And um, I kind of got this little folder in my phone. It's called 365 Songs a Year, where I try to make a song every night. Mm. I'm not going to lie, for a few months, uh, I was really busy with work or whatnot, so I kind of you know, laid back from that. But I'm trying to get back on it just to build the consistency of just writing every single day, making sure that um, you know, I keep the, 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 the blade sharp. So were you trying to um, write a full song or just start a song? It depends. It really goes on the feel for it. But the way I like to do it is whatever, if I start at 25 seconds into the beat, I want to make sure I get at least a minute in. Okay. Mm. I like that. And, um, at least a verse. I, yeah, at least a verse. Um, I try to make a hook, and for those that make music, they would know. I mean, everybody has their own process. But for me, I started off making hooks first, okay. and then I would make the verse. Now it's just flipped. Now I make verses first, and making a hook for me has kind of been... 
a challenge. So I'm trying to make sure that I can implement a hook in that one minute, um, some way, shape, or form. Hey man, listen, with consistency, you could achieve anything, bro. You know what I'm saying? So me? that is what it is. Listen, bro. y'all 10 episodes in, man. That's episode yeah. 11, and I'm here. That's consistency. Yeah, man. man you know I what I'm saying? I thought it was bro. never going to happen. And look, it happened, bro. She crazy, listen, bro, bro. I ain't going to lie, bro. We, we, we don't fucking play games, bro. I ain't going to lie. Like, <laughs> like nigga, that. the games play me. Like, you feel what I'm there saying? Like, it, it's just how it court. is, bro. It's just how it is, bro. Like, sometimes, you know, you just got to grab life by its balls, bro, and just really squish that shit. Like grab your bro. Oh, you wild. <laughs> you know like I'm not. That. I'm not gonna tell you to grab your balls right now. But like when you go home, grab your balls, nigga. See how that feels. That's, That's crazy. crazy instructions. You gonna feel that pressure, right? I got that pressure. So all you motherfuckers out there, you know what I'm saying? When this nigga drops music, when we drop episodes, when we do all this fucking shit, nigga, we dropping some motherfucking pressure on your motherfucking head, nigga. But bro. Yo, whatever he said. Yeah, nigga. Yo, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Whatever he said too, bro. Yeah, nigga. Oh, crazy. Bro, man. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm gonna some other shit. I'm fucking with the energy, you know, though. I'm fucking with the energy. Said. You know Come what I'm saying? Nigga, here. is Jay Luke in the building, bro? Yo, I bro. appreciate that, man. I ain't gonna lie. I'm, a, I'm the biggest nigga. fanboy, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I appreciate you, bro. Like, you know, when you I first met bro. you, I was like, yo, this nigga, like, he, he here, bro. <laughs> this nigga is really in front of me, like, you know what I'm saying? Bro, I appreciate that. You know, I get love, man. I'm grateful. I have. Very small, intimate fan base, but it's very loyal. I get a lot of love, and um, yeah, it feels good, man. It comes from a genuine place. So I try to be as genuine as I can be. As you, be. As you say. When can you all hear me? I feel like no, I, you can, I yeah, I'm you, good. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, I feel like bro. I'm, it's like cutting. cutting off. You, see how much you can pull the mic towards you. You can pull it a lot more. Like pull it. Let no, me, no, you no, know no, what? Pull I'm it, just, pull it. Yeah, keep it. Oh, okay. I'm just scared. I'm going to break this shit. No, no, no. no I'm no. like heavy-handed. And, like put it up a little bit. There you go. So now it's more close to your mouth. Okay, bro, you can you do can whatever you want, bro. Exactly. Yeah, you feel me? Come shit, this is the lot of podcasts, but this is your Ooh. show right now. Yeah, nigga, it's the Jay Luke edition. Fuck <laughs> you talking show, about, bro. man. Come on, man. You know what You're going to start. Yo, we have a very, very, very great episode following up from last episode. I feel like this one is probably going to be a little bit better just because of the simple fact that of all the things that happened over the weekend, we have firsthand experience from Eat Them, who actually went to... A ritual. He went to Astroworld, you know? He, he, him, it was him. Everybody that, everybody that motherfucking went to Rolling Loud that we mentioned last time, they all went except for me. Like, I was the only nigga at the crib. But it is what it is, you feel me? I babysat Bruno. Yeah, Omar didn't go Bruno. either. Omar didn't go yeah, either, that's go right, either. too. Yeah. And Brandon, Brandon didn't go. go. Brandon didn't go either. Angelus, Angelus, too. Okay, so Damn, it was four of us. Yeah, it was, it was four yeah. of us. You it know what I'm saying? Four or five of us that we came back. <laughs> it was definitely more than that. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is really striking the nation, as people say. You know what I'm saying? Those are the bro, headlines. It, it made the over, like, overseas news, bro. First like, of all, you know, yeah. they shit it in Spanish. Yeah, bro. Travesio Scott. My mother-in-law is talking about That's how you know. It's huge. She was like, she was like, they talking about how they injected people in the neck. That's such a fucking lie. It's all his fault. And I'm like, damn. I mean, she wasn't talking to me. She was nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in general. Yeah. That shit, is, I'm not going to lie. That shit was crazy. Bro, all right. So listen, since you was there and you had firsthand experience. Right? Ask away, bro. I want you to tell me your experience. We're not even going to talk about exactly what happened yet. I just want you to tell me your experience first. All right. So Let's get the good stuff and the positive stuff out of the way first. So... I, I'm I'm a veteran, bro. Like I does this concert shit. I really go to festivals. I do that shit because that's just the way that I enjoy my life. Real quick, yeah, yeah. 
I never thought he was lying, but recently he showed me like all the videos of like, bro, this nigga went to go see Lil Yachty when Lil Yachty first was popping, doing small venues. Like he showed me like, like a Playboy Cardi. Like he really been going to these fucking concerts. Like he, he, it's one thing to say it, you know what I'm saying? You know they always tell you, believe, believe none of what you see and half of what you hear. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you're like, I right, bet cool. Now this nigga showed me the videos. I was like, oh, this nigga really, you know, he really be doing. It's this like thing. I tell everybody, crazy, bro, though. like. If you know what I do, you know what I do. Like, I don't got to fucking, you know what I'm saying? You don't believe mm -hmm. it? You don't have to believe it. That's fine, bro. Do your thing. But listen, right? In my opinion, bro, this was like one of the safest shows, entrance that I've ever had. <coughs> In my opinion. And I've been to Rolling Loud, um, fucking, you know, Astro Fest now, motherfucking Governor's Ball, all that shit. And this shit felt safe as fuck, bro. Okay, but before we get there, just tell me yeah, the yeah. experience. But hold on. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yo, bro. Hold on. We go in, we pass the checkpoint where you just lift off your hand to make sure that you had a ticket. Nigga, I'm talking about there's cops there with AR-15s, fucking on top of horses. And it's Texas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Motherfuckers. Yeah, sure. is, they really need it with the- strapped. Yeah, everybody's strapped. strapped. Motherfuckers is in horses and shit. So the first, um, the first little door, not the little door, it's like a gate, but it's not open all the way to basically control the crowd. Because, you know, in 2019, people like stampede and shit like that on some crazy shit. Going inside, I went through this little gate. I got a ticket, whatever. Then went to go get a COVID test. And on the way to get a COVID test, you had to walk. Like, I ain't gonna lie, but like, you had to walk a lot. Uh, there was gates all around. I mean, Texas is big. Yeah, there was like gates all around to make sure that people were going in a foul line and like, you know, and it was smooth. Uh, I'm sorry to cut yeah, you. Yeah, go How on. long was the drive from where y'all was staying at? Uh, it was like 20 minutes. Okay. But in Texas, in the car, bro, like, it. You have like a lot of space, so you could go as fast as you can, and it really takes everything like that. It's just walking. Walking is a whole different story. So bad. Yeah, walking is a whole different bad. story. But you could it's that out. It's like man. yeah, a lot of land. So you know, we go through that through there. We go in like in a zigzag. You can hear me? No, you just try to speak more. I got you. We go into uh, towards the zigzag, right? And then they check if you got a COVID test or your vaccination. Mm -hmm. There was mad people being turned down. Like, mad people. Like, I'm talking about a lot of people that has had to go all the way back to the zigzag. Nobody broke the barricades. None of that shit. Like, everybody was everybody was cordial. You know this, what I'm saying? This is at first. This is at first. Going inside the festival. Okay. Cordial. Everything was valid. Um, There was, like, a little station where you could get a, a rapid test, too. So, that was good. I went inside. That's what's up. Yeah. I went inside. They checked all of that shit. And then, you had to walk over a bridge. So as I'm walking over the bridge, I see uh, there's like another side of the gate that people break in, which is the one that you see on the videos on social media. Yeah. That shit only lasted fucking like what? Two, three to five minutes? On God, bro. The first thing that you see is the cops getting on the horses and everything and making sure it's stopping all that shit. That shit doesn't last that long, bro. But of course- yeah, I mean, it's just so much people going in. But in those two, three minutes, you see a lot of people going in. That's the thing, but, but that's not even like 1% of the amount of people that were going inside. How do you know that? Because I was how there. How can you say that? How can you say it's 1%? Because I was there. I saw every single entrance towards the festival. And let's say this is like all the entrances, right? The stampede happened on this side, and then all this shit is just filled with people, and nobody's bugging. Gotcha. Right here, uh, there's like uh, cops with horses and shit, and they like stop everything. They stop it like this, bro. 
But of no, course, I saw you know they packed it up as much as quickly yeah. as they can, as quick as they can, bro. And, and it came fast. I'm not gonna yeah, lie and they, they definitely seen. did. It. Yeah, bro, they was on top of everything, in bro. That situation is only so much you could do. Too. Yeah, type shit. So much people. And yeah. I was like They're very, uh, I was very happy about that. And there were certain people that were trying to like get in because in 2019 people would break like the gates of the outside, bro. There was that as like cops by the gates making sure that nobody would break them shits on God. There was a group of people that we saw coming into. That they were trying to like uh, break it. Cops pulled up, ended that shit. Yeah. And you see people sitting on the sidewalk just stopped. Like that shit ended like that. And then we cross the bridge. We go into towards the actual entrance. We go through security and scanning your uh, your wristband. So that's already like what two three checkpoints. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a lot, man. Yeah, lie. bro. That sounds like a lot. I'm telling you, bro. This is. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go just meet keep the going. Fucking president, bro. Like, bro, because bro, he's going through TSA. So funny Airport shit. Yeah, yeah, bro, bro. It was it was very safe, bro. So, in my you know my opinion and experience, so we go inside. First of all, on the entrance, like the main main entrance, where like I, right, I'm about to go inside the festival. Actually, for real, for real. Like when you're about to enter the head. Yeah, like when you're actually about to enter the head. Um, they have gates here, gates here, gates here. Nigga, they as soon like when the stampede happened, they automatically closed these two, quick as fuck, and redirected everybody towards the middle one, so they could have more control. And every um, That's smart, I'm not gonna yeah, in every entrance, you saw five fucking horses just standing there, making sure that everybody scans this shit and just walks right in, cordial and safe. We walk in, even in the merch line, an incident happened, which is the video you see that people trying to run over. Like that, they stopped it like that. So that's the so all right. So the video that that's circulating the the, the internet right now, yeah, where you see people breaking shit. That yeah. was after people went inside and yeah. going towards the uh, towards the merch line. Yeah, okay. They stopped it like this. Like they legit did not let nobody else pass until niggas was cordial, which is why there was niggas waiting there for nigga what four to six hours. Damn, they were taking their time with it. So. Nigga, we go inside, everything looks wavy, cool, valid, bro. Like, it's a vibe, bro. Like, everything is wavy, bro. Like, I was having fun. You know, we was eating food. We was drinking, smoking. Uh, we went to see Don Tolliver. In my opinion, Don Tolliver was more dangerous than Travis Scott set. To be honest. Yeah, how was Don, bro? Bro, that's, it was that's somebody insane, I wanted bro. to see. Him, I really bro. wanted y'all to see. I bro. thought that y'all didn't see him, so I nah, was. Nah, we like, saw Damn, him, bro. Nigga, we was in the front word. and everything, bro. Like, that's what's up. But I don't know how the fuck, bro. But it just happens. Did, like, you, we, did you hear you live? Bro, we saw nah, you I feel, live. I feel you. I always end up in the front. When yeah, I go bro. To like for no fucking yeah, reason. Sheesh, like, nigga. We saw you. We saw Flocky. Flocky. He fucking plays. Um, what what is it? Crossfaded. Oh, bro. He man. played Moon from Donda, bro. That's crazy. That's fire. Do you know how beautiful that shit was, nigga? Like, That's come fire. on, bro. Bro, I got hits, man. Yeah, I got hits. A lot of hits for sure. So yeah, bro. Like everything is just cool, bro. Like nigga. I went to see that nigga, saw Lil Baby too, saw SZA. Oh, you saw Lil Baby? Yeah, I saw Tor- uh, That was Lil Baby live. Tor- Tori and, uh, what is it, Toro Motoy, uh, the niggas that he has Toro on- Toro Emoy, something. Toro Emoy, yeah. Toro that was chill, pretty cool. The setup was really nice, bro. We fucking went to go see Travis Scott where he was going to perform because there was a stage where only Travis Scott was going to perform in. And there was niggas camping there, bro. Like, So how many stages was there? Only two. Oh, so it was just. It was the big one in the fucking is, uh, in the parking tra- lot. Which is tra- so it was Trav stage and then the one where everybody else performing. Which is weird because it was different. It was the main stage and then it was Travis Scott stage. That makes sense. Yeah, he wants to have his own setup, his own yeah. shit. Yeah, because the um the main stage it, it was like very like long and spacious. Oh yeah, I seen it. It kind of looked yeah. cool as hell. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty fire. So, you know, we do these things or whatever, and bro, it was a vibe, bro. 
Like the only crazy things that I'm saying up to this point is like people like geeking, like people like are actually geeking, bro. Like you see niggas fucking drinking alcohol, taking pills. Like nigga, um, one of my friends, she saw some nigga pass some other nigga like mad pills. Like yo, remember the dude that had a whole bottle and rolling loud? Yeah, they had a whole bottle of titos. titos. That's crazy. Jinx, you gonna be a soda, bro? And, it, and, and that's and that's how crazy it is, bro. Because you you like really didn't see nobody with outside alcohol inside there. Yeah. But here in Rolling Loud, you see people with fucking bottles and Hennessy. That's crazy. That's yeah, definitely crazy. How and the fuck you, you even taking that thing, in? You know, it, yeah. This is nothing new that you go to a concert, especially a concert where the, the nature of the concert is already chaotic, like yeah. Travis Scott or a big uh, electric music festival like EDC or, or Ultra stuff like that. People are gonna be geeked. Up. Nigga, even fucking like yeah. Tomorrowland and shit like that. Yeah, for a fact, like, yeah. psst, bro. It's, I mean, especially when it's multiple days, you know, people go there and they take drugs. They're yeah. ready to party. They want to enhance their experience. It's just, you know, it's unfortunate that, first of all, Travis has had a history of, quote unquote, inciting a riot. You know, it being a situation where he's raging and he's telling everybody to rage and they go too crazy and, you know, law enforcement gets involved and he ends up getting <coughs> in trouble. That's happened more than once. So that's number one. You see one. it in the documentary. Yeah, you see you it in the documentary. In the documentary. Yeah. That's a fact. Number two, it doesn't help. That the Nate because I mean we as fans we enjoy it and um it's a I'll way tell of you right uh, now, expressing yourself would you say first I, I definitely <laughs> would agree to that it's a way of releasing you know whatever emotion and a lot of that emotion is anger yeah so in that situation especially you got younger people that don't really know how to move in that way to control themselves like you got you know seventeen eighteen year olds. 16-year-olds, 14-year-olds, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they just don't know how to move in that environment. I mean, I've been in so many situations at a concert where you bump somebody and it's, you know, you you giving each other looks like if you bought a, you know, scrap. Mm -hmm. I actually got and in a fight. I remember you said yeah. that, that's, which is crazy. And, and, and you have to be prepared for those kind of things. So I think, I think you know, parents do have to be more aware of, of what their kids are getting themselves into. But the fact of the matter is, is that Travis being the artist that he is and it being so lit and him saying, y'all better rage, it doesn't help the situation. It doesn't. It does not at all. Because I tell you, I went to Terminal 5. I've been to two Travis Scott concerts and that may not seem like a lot, but the two that I went to are considered one of his best. So I went to Terminal 5 for... Uh, um, it was Birds, right? Uh, for Birds. And uh, then I went to the Halloween shit. And the Halloween shit was crazy. Terminal 5 was crazy because it's such a small venue. And you got people crushing, crushing against you. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely had a moment where I felt like I couldn't breathe. So when people are saying that on social media, saying that they couldn't breathe, I believe that because I've been in that situation myself. It could be that those are a lot of first timers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you never know. But I can tell you right now, Terminal 5 was maybe the <coughs> 7,000 people, 10,000 people versus 100,000 people. That's a big difference, bro. That's a big difference. So the degree, the, the degree of force that's being, you know, pushed because there's so much people pushing and, and, yeah. and pulling. It's, it's and opening bad. mosh pits, so that yeah. leads like people to push him back and stuff yeah, like that. For sure. it's, it's definitely a, a also very, height too. You know what I'm saying, yeah, like, height, short, bro. Yeah, I don't fuck. know what it is. It's like nigga, every I, fucking white boy from the Caucasus Mountains is six five, nigga. Yeah, all it's crazy. Of them. It's like bro, they so tall. One time bro. I went to tie my shoe in 2019 and rolling locks my shit on top. So I had to bend down. I had to bend down, right? 
uh, to tell my shit, right? Nigga, when I went down and I felt the heat, I'm like, oh shit, if I was like 5'4", I'll be fucked right now. Straight up. Like, That's I, why I would it. never like, it'd be bring, mad hot, bro. I would never bring my shorty to that. There be there be girls, bro, that be like five four, five three, and they're like, nigga, know, what? Amanda, know, bro. I don't, I don't know how. Amanda, Amanda Lola, nigga, wildly be bugging in there. Even even Marty too be bugging, bro. But here's the thing, right? They they go with people that know. Excuse me. They know how to maneuver. Yeah, the you whole have to concert know how shit. to move at a concert. You have to know how to move at a concert. Especially it's like at a concert like that. Yeah. Even, even even when we get lost, we know how to find each. other. We know other. how to find each other, bro. Because there's instance that let's say I get lost. But I happen to just be where, like, uh, all the girls or something, if they need to get out, I'm going to get them out. Sure. But if they're valid and having fun, we're going to find these yeah, niggas. that's happened a few times, Yeah, bro. we're going to find these niggas. Nigga, why and roll down the Uzi, bro? Like, I had to take the girls out. I said in the last episode, and that shit was hell, bro. Yeah. Bro, it was, it was, yeah, it was dangerous, bro. Bro, it was dangerous, bro. Yeah. Like, if they went with me, bro, something would have definitely happened. Oh yeah, I could definitely see that because I'm sure. trying to get out. Yeah, so definitely, definitely. I definitely. just feel like this this situation, this Travis Scott situation, just brings up the question of the kind of music that we listen to in general. I think a lot of people are just gonna look at it like, is it worth it having this? Because the kind of music, like I've had this thought myself. You know, um, when I have a, a show, uh, the idea of having rage music, not only is it wavy. But it's easier as an artist to have that kind of music because the music, the energy is in the music itself. All you got to do is just be present and go crazy. That's true. Y'all seen play, like, you were there for Play Ricardo didn't even have to bro, say anything, I bro. I saw the whole fucking stream. I didn't see him once. He didn't even say anything. You couldn't see him. It was just like, it, it was like he made that for you to experience that. He didn't yeah. make that. I feel like he didn't make that for, for himself. He made it for his fans. But you see, that that in itself, right? Even if, <coughs> like, for example, me personally, I'm not a fan of that because I think of performance on a different on a different way, right? But that but you love that raging no, 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 show, no. But that itself, what he did and the way he did it, the fact that he made a group of people feel that way yeah. without him even saying a word, it's For art sure. itself. For it's sure. just something that sure. not everybody is kin to. You know what I'm exactly. saying? So That's like you, you have to. You could acknowledge expert. it and respect it, but not be into that type of thing. You know what exactly. I'm saying, bro? Because even uh, one of the greatest, Michael Jackson, bro, the nigga legit just came out. He didn't say anything, and people were passing out. Bro. He stood in the same position for like ten minutes. Bro, exactly, which is bro. Like, crazy. which is why I feel like, bro, <laughs> how, bro? <laughs> what if somebody would have died, like, of something and fainting just seeing Michael Jackson? W will we blame Michael Jackson for being great? That's an interesting question. Well, I mean, but see, but that's what different from this scenario. Of course, it's different, different because the scenario you know, is very. Thankfully, different. people didn't die, but bro, you know that when you at a sh at any show, bro, when your artist comes out, your first instinct is to go go see them. Yeah. Even this nigga, bro, seeing J Cole, bro, niggas was like, oh yeah, bro, like we were pushing people going to the front because we want to get to the front. Yeah. So, I just feel like it doesn't matter who it is, bro. Everybody's always gonna want to see that person. No, push respectfully, but, but it it doesn't matter who it is in a way that yes, people are gonna run to the crowd and try to get to who they want to see. Yeah, but I think it matters on the kind of music that they're presenting because definitely agree. The music is is already bringing out a an aggressive. And I'm not complaining. You know, it's not good or bad. It just is what it is. Yeah, it is. I'm a Travis Scott fan. It's exactly. a form of art, but it's a form of art. Yeah, but as someone from an outside perspective. I heard uh, I was speaking to my brother about this, and he was saying, which I didn't know, that um, one of the one of the people that were injected by the needle that was laced with fentanyl was a cop. 
So he put he put a, situ- uh, a scenario like, what if that's your first day? Or what if you're a cop? You know, you're a good cop. You're just watching the crowd. And Scott, you, maybe yeah. you're a Travis Scott fan too. And out of nowhere, you fucking OD. Yeah. Because somebody injected a needle on your neck? That's fucking insane. But would and, you say... like? And I'm not saying that's Travis yeah. Scott's fault. That's not Travis Scott's yeah. fault. But what I'm saying is the nature of the way his concerts work, it's so chaotic that you have no choice but to allow people bumping you from every every which way, behind you, in front of you. So it's impossible to be on point like you would as if you were in person dealing on of the course. street. Nobody could just come behind you and just, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. Just the nature of his concerts. And I that's just one aspect, you know, with the whole needle stuff. There's not enough information out to see, to know if how this many people. one person that's yeah. so far. Yeah. And, um... <clears throat> But, you know, the eight people that died from, from cardiac arrest, we don't know if the cardiac arrest uh, started from a, a fixation, which is not being able to breathe. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, there's just so much people. I mean, that barricade breaking, that looks really bad on Travis's camp. It's really it always, bad on Travis's camp. It always camp. does. And it always happens. It always does. And even if but it, now even somebody if said, died. Even like yeah. you said earlier, how well, when they broke the barricade, right, it was only like 30 seconds or whatever the fuck. The fact that it's a thing... And the fact that it's a negative situation, the way that media works, it's always going to amplify the negative on a whole different level, bro. So that's why, like, when people are trying to argue, it's not saying, like, it's Trav's fault. It's more (laughs) of, like, yo, the history that already has, that that, that follows him, right? The existing history that follows him already because of how his fucking concerts are. Like you were saying earlier, it's it's rage. It's, you know, let's have fun. Let's, you know, just go crazy. Cool. The fact that other shit already happened this shit is like, even though he's not doing it in a malicious way, he really loves his fans and he just wants his fans to have the greatest have time fun, yeah. possible, even though it comes from a, a, a good place. The fact that still all this negative shit fucking happens, it's just, it's more hits on him and it make the next one even bigger. For sure. Because it's already a prior history. And to the argument of, you know, people, uh, you know, rock concerts and stuff like that, you know, heavy metal. There could have been way more deaths than what was uh, reported. But the yeah. fact of the matter is that now we live in a social media era where everything is on camera. So Travis Scott's history is literally Googleable. Mm-hmm. To take the word from Noah. Yeah. Yeah. It's Googleable. So uh, Googleable is funny. So like you just you know <laughs> word or Nori, word nor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only fucking herb. Like, I don't tomato. watch this nigga at all. Tomato like, tomato, bro. Word. I'm jacking this the secondhand smoke. (laughs) Um, Where was I going? Okay, so that that clip where in 2015 where Trav is wearing the Yeezys and somebody tried to take it and he's like, fuck him up, fuck him up. Yeah. Shit like that is popping up now. So this is all you're seeing. It's only going to make the situation worse for Travis. Yeah, bro, but it's like. And then you got people, real quick, you you got people that they just see what they see. And they make their of judgment. Course. They're not gonna do. Of and course. At the end of the day, yes, that person should be responsible enough to go and see if the information is true or not. But unfortunately, we don't live in a society where that happens often. So therefore, you're just gonna have people, even of higher power, that just see exactly what happened. Oh, cool. This is fucked up. About black. The just biggest. Um, the biggest opinionators about this whole situation is the people that are not Travis Scott fans. Like yeah. you think that nigga read in the article in CNN or whatever the fuck they listen to Travis Scott? Hell nah, nigga. So they see you this don't shit. Even know, bro. That's the thing. That's what you really, really don't know, yeah, bro. Yeah, you really don't you know. Really but don't know. The and these articles, bro, like you could, you could feel the energy, bro. You could feel the hate and all that shit, bro. 
Because here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing about like Travis Scott, right? He makes music for his fans. Like he he bro, when I went to Houston, bro, like the people that live in Houston, they dead ass love this nigga, bro. Like I'm talking about a love to a different level, bro. That he gets respect from fucking authorities. He has the key to, to Houston. Yeah, bro. Like he he, people love him, bro. Like he has done a lot of great things. Yes. He has done a lot well, of That would have been bad. Yeah, would have been OD. Bad. Like he does a lot of great things, bro. And Travis Scott, bro, like, come he on. Let, let, a, he just opened up a garden. I felt like that bro, was Bro, cool. let's be real, bro. Let's know, let's true. be fucking real here, right? If one of y'all niggas as rappers are in a show and some niggas trying to steal their chains, you guys are going to tell one of us to jump in the crowd no, and beat I'm him not, up. Listen, I'm, bro, I Everything totally, has a consequence. totally, totally yeah. understand where he was coming from because that would not happen in the street. Exactly. It wouldn't at all, bro. Um, and that's why concerts. I would not tell him. You know, I don't know about saying fuck him up. But that's the thing. You 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 say that now. But what if you're in the moment and something like that happens to you that's and true. you get triggered? That's it's, true. It's more and like that, I, I can't say how I would act because I've never been in that situation. Because y'all have to remember, bro, that you guys are artists, bro. When y'all reach that level of fucking fame and a, you have a you have a, a a form a level of power to an extent. Yeah, you know bro. But here's so the sometimes, thing, bro. like you'll use it. In the in the event of something happening without you exactly. even noticing, exactly. I understand so that. So that's the argument. Yeah, the, him using his power to uh, fuel the the emotion the, of the uh, emotion frustration of, and of, rage and frustration and rage onto the crowd. That is what's in question here. This is what that's why people are placing the blame. And I'm not saying everything that happened is his fault, but because of the nature of his music and the way his concerts are. He takes at least a small percentage of the blame. He of has course, to. I it's agree his with name that, bro. On the concert, bro. But what I don't agree is people trying to take away the fact that we, at the end of the day, are human beings, bro. And nobody could tell you to stop feeling frustration and anger. And this is the only safest way that a human being could take it out, bro. All this rage and shit goes back to nigga. Ancient times, yeah, it's, bro. It's one of the ways for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Because some nigga outside, bro, he's feeling rage and frustration. I agree with that. Probably from his day to day life. He's not going to go and fucking punch somebody in the face. But he will go <laughs> to a Travis Scott concert and mosh and rage and be happy with everybody around that's on the same type of time. How can you cancel that culture? That shit is going to create a lot of frustrated human beings. Because at the end of the day, bro, artists are not, bro. You guys at the end of the day are going to be human beings, bro. For sure. Well, so I'm it's sure. like you either make music For towards sure. rage or you make music towards peace or whatever the fuck. At the end of the day, all of those things are acceptable. Yeah, but I don't I don't I don't think um well, you, that's the thing, right? If we're being realistic, we have to deny and forget about the people that are just, you know, talking a bunch of fucking nonsense. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like if we're being realistic, I don't think people are trying to cancel his type of music or change his type of music. It's more of like, okay, cool. Now we have to all as fucking performers See how can we limit this from happening again? Yeah. That's the thing. Like it's that incident <clears throat> happening now. The whole music industry takes a hit in that, and now they have to move a certain way. So sure. it's the fact that at the end of the day, you want to secure the money, you want to secure the bag, yeah. and you don't want shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Hitting your name because now you have that chink in your arm, and now that shit can fuck up your bag and shit like that. So that's the thing. Like, we just have to see now, moving on forward, like, damn, how can we get some shit where, like, shit is not bugging out? I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, next performance that Travis does, he's gonna come out to the crowd, and the first thing he's gonna say is, listen, guys, like, oh, we're gonna have fun, but, like, yo, we gotta, like, kind of be careful. Like, it's gonna be For something sure. along those lines. Bro, but, but listen to this, Because right? of just the history that he already has, bro. bro. but listen to this, right, It's crazy. Bro. Listen to this, bro. 
at every single Travis Scott show that I've been to, Travis has always made sure that the crowd was good, bro. I'm not saying which, that. Which, we're not, we're not saying that. Which, nah, to, no, your, which to that argument, yeah, yeah. I will agree with you because in both concerts that I've been in, there's been people passing out or whatever, and he always stops the show. He always says, yo, pick him up or whatever he says. Bro, because look, um, the, dif- the difference is, bro, being on Terminal 5, bro, you could see more people than being at a fucking festival with 50 to 100,000 people, bro. Yeah, that's It is not the same thing, bro. That's and also another good point. It's like, I was, that's, that's a fact. It's only one human being, bro. Like, nigga, there's that. so fucking much that we could see, bro. Like, you might be able to see something that's right over here, but something that's not right over there. Yeah. You get what At I'm saying? Point, it's everybody looks like sardines. It's just exactly, too much. bro. So and you got people with flashlights. It's kind of hard to see too, that, bro. Exactly, true, bro. Yeah. And bro, visibility listen, visibility is impaired. Yeah, in this show, bro, Travis stopped the show like eight times. That even I was like, damn, why this nigga keep fucking stopping the show? Because I was having fun. Yeah, I had space. Everything was valid, right? Nigga stopped the show like a whole fucking hour earlier than he was supposed to, bro. You know what's crazy, too? And everybody on social media keeps saying, to cut you off, my bad. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. They keep saying that, oh, he should have stopped the show. He stopped the show. Bro, the nigga stopped the show eight fucking times during the set. Yeah, I heard Made people sure that live stream the nigga, where, the, where, where, where he's like, yeah, nigga, that's him finishing, making sure that people saw that that nigga was not good, bro. But of course, they don't want to well, show that. Yeah, well, in that clip where he's going, yeah, and the guy is, is floating, I mean... I'm just putting myself in his shoes. I'm just thinking like, yo, this I've seen this so many times where somebody's passed out. Um, he already looks like he's being moved. Uh, I'm going to continue you know, the show because I'm, I'm here to perform. Show. Now, whether that's right or not, that's up for debate. But I just know from being at a Travis Scott concert that shit like that happens all the time. So that's probably how you felt. But, bro, you know what's crazy too? Like something that I, I there's two things I want to say real quick. One is, bro, me and Dio, we went to a Georgia Smith concert, bro. A jo- bro, nobody's mosh pitting, nobody's moving, nobody's being aggressive. You know the songs. It's fucking sad and happy songs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? Bro, nigga, somebody passed out in the crowd. Nobody's moving. We just all still recording Georgia. Look at how fine ass. Fucking fine ass. <laughs> she look like careful. a Fordham thought. Stop. Anyways, <laughs> right? Somebody do, pa- bro, listen, know. bro, stop. Somebody bro, passed cool, out right. at a fucking Georgia Smith concert. Niggas pass out at concerts, bro. That's I've right. seen niggas fucking next to me, bro, like just... Bro, it's Go because crazy, bro. So passing out at a concert, that's never gonna end. It's impossible. It's because, because you're of, overwhelmed, bro. Exactly. It's, it's a whole lot of shit. You're seeing emotions. Bro, you could just many see. emotions going at the same bro, time. It's also bro. like personal space too. Like you literally have someone in front of you, to the side of you, both sides behind you, to your fucking wherever. Like and that's you have the only nowhere time nowhere to fucking you're and bro, not used to that. You you yeah, both of you that have been to see Travis Scott. Doesn't it feel like every time you go to a Travis Scott, you know the person next to you? Not only that, but also one thing I want to say is like Travis Scott is like the only family. Concerts is the only time. Oh God, bro! Bro, listen, it it definitely is a community vibe. Bro, listen, concerts are the only time where you're gonna allow that many people even be around you, moving around like you like that because y'all all all have the same goal. So you don't mind, like nigga, you know what I'm saying? Your little bump of shit. As long as it's not malicious, niggas, you know, niggas is cool with it. Yeah. Most, I'm not gonna lie. That's one thing too, bro. Like every time that I've been to a concert, bro. Every time I'm trying to navigate, I really don't encounter like a lot of like just weird people like on some like they trying to be like, fuck shit. Like when I be like, yo, excuse me, I keep keep manners. So what I say is if I'm moving, yo, excuse me, excuse me. Everybody tells me, as long as you're saying excuse me, we all good. Like Like, it's a joke. It's like, even even if niggas do any fucking like anger issue or whatever the fuck or whatever the fuck, like punching a nigga or whatever, at the end of the day, you pick that nigga up, bro. Like, you don't just leave him on the floor. Like, you don't do it. You don't do it because you want to hurt him. You do it just because, you know, you just want to release it. You get no, what I'm saying? No, he's different. 
Yeah, he's I'm different. different. I'm different. I ain't gonna lie. I'm different. No, he's I'm different. different. You've seen that clip? Swing. You seen that clip of Linkin Park where they stopped the show and um and uh, Chester's like, pick him up, pick yeah, him I up. What that. do we do when yeah. we fall? Pick, we pick him, him up. up. That was cool. And people were were saying that we're using that clip to compare to Travis's situation. But here's my theory, right? right. If you want to go, no, go ahead, go ahead. Here's my theory about all of that, right? Somebody who happened to woke up on the wrong side of it. Decided to go inject people with fentanyl. What happens when you infect a lot of people with fentanyl? They lose control, right? Niggas have no conscience of their body. They cannot pick themselves up. The they people, yeah, the people around them cannot pick them up. And it just takes how a can small you blame to fuck you up, bro? How can you blame a whole community, a whole good system, bro? Because Travis Scott knows, bro. Travis Scott knows what it is to be at an actual festival, bro. This nigga does it for a fucking living. Yeah. He's one of the best performers in. In, in our fucking in, generation, yeah, our bro. Genera- there's no denying that. Like, he knows that, bro. say that. So, confidence. how can we blame Travis Scott, the fans, security, or all these niggas when one person decided to wake up on the wrong side of the bed? I think blaming, blaming Travis Scott for people getting injected is fucking ridiculous. Exactly, which is... He should not get the blame Everybody for that. takes the blame about theory. something. But and this he is, does take blame for the... Just the concert in general. Of course, because it's his shit. Because at the end of the day, bro, like, you know, the 30 seconds of the barricade being broken. Yeah. And a lot can happen in 30 seconds. Like, a lot. Picture, picture a dam, right? A yeah. dam breaks and a dam is full of water. What of happens course. when it breaks? Like somebody could have died in for, there. It could be broken for 30 seconds. But that little piece of, of concrete that's broken, the water is going to overflow that shit. In 30 seconds, and it's just going to go crazy. Think of a pump, a fire yeah. hydrant. As soon as it turns on, it goes crazy. Goes crazy. But, bro. So, it's, it's a lot, bro. But a how lot can, of people went through that crowd. But how can somebody take accountability for not having total control over people? Because at the end of the day, as as, as an artist, is your response. First of all, it's Astro Fest, right? Yeah. So, it's your In name. Houston. In on Houston. On top of that. In Houston. That's his city. His hometown. It's his concert. His hometown. He has all other artists coming through. You, as an artist... Even if it's not you directly, it's your team. But you, as the artist, have the responsibility to make sure that everything works out and nobody gets hurt. Yeah. And if somebody does, then it's over. Because that's the nature of the business. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's it, it just it, it is what it is. But here, here's my theory, right? My theory is, bro, that everybody's trying to find the blame, but not from the person that caused all of this. Because <coughs> what if that person would have never woken up that day? Fucked up and started injecting people with fentanyl, and it was one of the greatest shows in history. Because before the news came out, you said it yourself, "Yo, this shit got potential to be better than Rolling Loud." I mean, you know, it, what what if that never happened? But the fact of the matter is, it did. And, what I, and put in a what if scenario, it, when I mean, eight people died, bro. Of course, people died, bro. It's that, a casualty. But not, but not only that, that thing is my fault to cut you off, bro. No, you're, but good. you're good. I feel like. At the end of the day, we're not. I f- right, like if you really look at this at the right at, in the right direction, right? You're not really trying to like put all the blame on trap. Yeah, everybody I'm has. Definitely it. not saying that. It's like everybody yeah. that was involved has a has a piece of where they went wrong. That's Facts. it. I feel like that's a safe way to put it. Now everybody had a little bit is. to do with it. What's, that's it. What's up for debate is you know how the percentage of the pieces. Like if we're talking about a pie, what piece of the pie is Travis's fault? Yeah, you're right. And that. I can't say. But that, I'm not going to lie. And damn, but I have to bring it back. My nigga, it's his pie. Mm-hmm. It's his pie, bro. And in the history, 
it makes it worse. So it makes that pie exactly. a little bit bigger. Exactly. The way you're viewing it. It's crazy, exactly. bro. It's crazy. It's very we crazy. Talking, when we were talking about in the chat that, you know, um, things got a little heated. And then. Uh, yeah, things they get heated. That show's funny. And, um, you guys are such men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, the fact of the matter is, even if y'all had a good time, the whole story, y'all just a little piece. Of course. And, not even and, 1%. And, well, not even 1%. So essentially, y'all having a good time is, for us, is wavy. Because the fact of the matter is, y'all were good. Yeah. Y'all didn't get hurt. That's and y'all were lucky, my nigga, because that could have been anybody. I wouldn't say we were lucky, though. Nah, but you can't say that, bro, because how can you say, how can you sit there, how can you say that you weren't lucky if eight people died? First of all, that's number one. Anybody could die. Nobody, that's not even no, 1% of 50K no, people, though, bro. But no, but the but fact it, that eight people died, I mean, that any, that it could have been bro. anybody. Bro, but what, is the pro- anybody. but what is the probability of eight people out of 50K people, bro? No, we know. If we're being, okay. if we're being okay, but the logical. Fact that, but the fact that it happened... Bro, right. I understand. Bro, do you that, know bro. Murphy's law? Murphy's nah, law is, is whatever that? can happen will happen. Okay, that is a fact, right? Of course, it's a fact. So, bro, you know I'm not trying to say. I was nervous before the show. This, I, I, and I don't blame you. Like I was like, yo, like I'm really in Houston, Texas, seeing bro, this motherfucker, bro. I am not trying to say that it doesn't require skill. I think the fact that you guys, especially you, you are a veteran at these kinds of concerts. Yeah, it helps towards the probability of that not happening to you. But the fact of the matter is that, that can happen to anybody. It could happen to anybody. It can happen fact. to anybody. So it does take a little bit of luck. Now, the the, the odds are obviously in your favor yeah. because it's eight against 50,000. But who's this, people win the lottery every day. Who's the That's the fact. Eight? People win the lottery every That's day. That's the bro. fact. So, you know, it, and it, it when you look at it like, oh, nah, that's not me. That couldn't have been me. It's it's offensive to those that died because yeah. they didn't know they were going to that concert and dying, bro. They didn't know they That's were they, they woke That's up and thought they were going to be lit That's just true. like you. It's true. You know what I'm saying? That was my perspective. And I was not trying to take away from the experience just, you know, to give a brief overview of, of what I'm talking about. You know, I we were debating on the situation and um I was saying that it doesn't matter if you had a good time because eight people died. And they were like, nah, of course it matters. And in hindsight, it matters to us. It it matters to us as a group, but in the whole picture, it does not. I mean, in my opinion, you know, living life and shit, nothing really matters, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, if you could could definitely look at it like that. Yeah, like, let's be, I mean, from my, you know, uh, what is it called? Um, My philosophy in life. Nothing really matters, bro. Hey, man, listen, bro. It still doesn't deny the facts. And all that shit, you know that I can't even disagree with you because if you look at the grand scheme of things, you know nothing matters, but everything matters. It's at the same. It's it, so it, it needs to be balanced. I feel like that's which where is why me having fun matters. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's sure. like it gotta be a little. No, balance it definitely it. matters, bro. You y'all enjoying yourselves matters a thousand percent. Especially coming from like another state and like being a real fan, like yo, like For this shit sure. is lit, nigga. I'm gonna see Travis Scott in Houston, yeah, Texas, nigga. What the kiss. fuck? <laughs> So but listen, bro. Kiss? These niggas is gonna get canceled. <laughs> you think so? You think so? Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. <laughs> but I don't give the a fuck, bro. Gonna be listen, like he would have been canceled five. No, episodes because ago. no, because yeah. no, no, this is the thing, right? <coughs> your statement and your opinion and your view is valid. Your perspective is valid, right? But it's just like this nigga Lucas saying, bro. Like at the end of the day, like everybody's perspective is true. So everything that they went through is true. So the yeah. fact that it happened is kind of like it's like none of us are wrong. Exactly. Yeah, because nothing that matters matters. So exactly. So that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, niggas is arguing about nothing. Absolutely nothing, bro. Because yeah. everybody's right. Yeah. 
But hey, man, listen, that's yeah, Jay Luke and but Ethan. This is where uh, for you, man. This is you where the uh, forty-five minutes of Travis my, Scott. My man. You know forty-five saying, minutes. Yeah, forty-five minutes of Travis yeah, it's Scott. It's lit, my brother. You yeah, know bro. What I'm, you know I'm telling you, I'm excited for this, bro. I'm excited, bro. Man, listen, man, we're gonna switch gears a little bit, bro. I'm saying we're gonna leave Trav in the past. You know what I'm saying? Let that nigga recover. You know he need all the time he need right now. You know what I'm saying? Praise to Trav. Praise to everybody that fucking died or have fucking had an incident. At Astro Fest, we hope you, you know what I'm saying, you niggas get better and Praise shit. Praise to the families, man. Praise to the families. Just because I have fun doesn't mean that I don't feel no type of way to people dying. Because at the end of the day, nigga, if somebody dies, somebody dies. Like you stated earlier, we was having this conversation before we started recording. You was talking about like, yo, bro, like you just trying to say that because you didn't even want to believe it. Yeah. Like It's so, like, bro, you know, that's not the memory that you want. Like, damn, I went to a fucking like... Uh, what would you say? A casualty event. Yeah, I went to go see fucking Travis Scott. That's, That's what I want to remember. Yeah, in history, in, at least in music history, bro. I've never, never in every bro. show that yeah, I've been never, to, I've never, never heard never, somebody dying, never, bro. bro. And crazy. that would be mentioned. Every yeah, it would be time. mentioned for every a long, time. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Like and this, you were there. this may sound fucked up. <laughs> this may sound fucked up and dark, bro. But it's kind of lit that like I went to something that big. I can understand. I mean, yeah, you were a part and, of history. And, and the yeah, I was part of history. I can history. understand like, why you say that. Like fifty years from now, niggas say, "Yo, remember that show? People died." Yeah, I was there. It's like niggas I saying survived they survived the fucking rodeo. Niggas it's like, niggas niggas like saying about. you went to Vietnam and you came back. And exactly, you it's the same shit. Yeah, you said Rona. You, yeah, you survived Rona. You survived Rona. Yeah, Rona. A lot of people died. But natural selection, baby, I made it. Fuck is you talking about? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's fucked up, bro. Natural selection, natural selection crazy, bro. Man. Shout out Charles Lowe. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out Travis Scott and, you know, shout out to every family and shit. All right, man. So listen, let's switch gears. What's up with it? We got, we got Luke in the building. You know what I'm saying? It's a special episode. Yes, sir. Like I said in the beginning of the podcast, we got a couple questions that we want to ask you, right? We want to ask you these questions on camera. Honestly, these are questions that I think I know the answer to them. And some I don't, but I'm still gonna ask you. That way the fans can see you. That way they can really get to know you and see who Jay sure, Luke is. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And what they can expect when you start uh, dropping music. So one of the questions we want to ask you is, who is Jay Luke? For the people that don't know, Jay Luke. I mean, Jay Luke is a rapper from the Bronx who's you know trying to make it and as being as authentic as he can be. Uh, someone who has morals and values and tries to instill that in the music and make lit music and meaningful music. And, and um, all about growth and success. I'm like being distracted by Vanguard right now. Shit looks fire. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. It look kind of lit, bro. It looks fire. I'm it like, do. I'm not gonna lie. Lit, bro. Yeah, it kind of look, look like. Lit. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. I think I'm gonna be playing I'm that spent. shit all night. So yo, you know, get on the PSN chat. I don't blame you. But um, yeah, man. You know, J. Luke is uh, is is just me. You know? When yeah. you say uh, when you say authentic, right? What what do you mean by that? Like, what kind of wave are you trying to bring? That's a good question. Well, it's not necessarily a wave. It's just the average person doesn't have, you know, all these diamonds and all these cars. And I talk about that shit too. Yeah. But I think right now in the state of music that we're in, it's very much like everybody's at a party and everybody's drunk. Okay. And um, I think we need a little bit of clarity, at okay. least in the younger generation. And I definitely agree with that. I feel like I can play that. I can play that role. I by no means feel like, you know, re that I'm the replacement or the kind of music that I make is the replacement because everything needs a balance. And man, I grew up in this era of Uzi, of Yachty, of X, of 
Trav, of all these artists that are fire and have undoubtedly shaped the way I make my music. But I just think that, um, you know, for lack of a better term, we got to go back more towards the roots. Just because, you know, I was watching Shark Tank last night. And um, this guy's it was... Uh, the business he was trying to pitch is called Hammer and Nails, where it's, it's basically a nail salon for men. And um, he was a, was a hip-hop legend. He created, he created the first uh, hip-hop magazine called The Crush. And um, then he, <coughs> he, also, uh, was, he also created or co-created The Source, which is that's a fucking known-ass magazine for hip-hop. Yeah. And um, so he was, Damon John, who also is, is, is part of Shark Tank, and he is, has a big history with hip-hop, you know, know the story he came up created fubu and you had ll cool j shout out fubu shout out fubu and ll cool j came in and did the for us bias did that for us bias on the low (laughs) and um you know stuff like that just like just appreciating the history and and just the community of hip-hop and and how uh raw and authentic it was you know you, you made a statement with what you were doing and and you represented uh People, your, your people, where you came from, you were kind of like current events in a way. You know, whatever was going on in your neighborhood, you talked about it. Yeah. I feel like that happens still, you know, especially. It's like know. storytelling, right? Yes. Well, it, it, storytelling and, and just uh, just not being so flashy all the time, man. I feel like it just, I mean, look at the way, there's just a lot of ghetto-ness right now. And there's nothing wrong with that in, yeah. in the sense that. It's our culture, like it's black culture being swagged out, but I just feel like we need to take a more, there needs to be a more educated approach. Uh, not, and it's, the music that we have now is very creative and freeing and chaotic, and I, chaos is good to a certain extent. And I'm not saying I'm bringing order, because uh, that's whack, but I'm saying that I feel like I bring some sort of, you know, structure. Like, I would consider myself a modern historian of hip-hop in a way and trying to bring out so that, that the good of what was back then and bring it up now. So you would say that you're basically trying to bend, uh, build a foundation in a chaotic world? Yeah, uh, I guess you could say that. You know, bring some sort of foundation to the hip-hop world. I think it needs it right now. I mean, you got so many kids that are listening to this kind of music, and it's drug music. Yeah. There's no denying that. No, it's drug It's drug user at music. All. That's a fact. And and like, some of them don't even do the drugs. From the junkies. Some of them, a lot yeah. of them, bro. Future yeah. don't even do nothing, bro. Yeah, he, yeah. Does, yeah. he does, n- like. Niggas just smoke weed. That nigga just smoke weed, bro. He be talking about perks and zannies and lean. And like I said, I do it too. I'm guilty of that as well. But it's just the nature of the game. Yeah. So, and it sounds wavy. You got to adapt. But, I, but the difference is I try to bring my overall message where you, you play it more than once. Or you play it five times and you grab a little piece every time. Like mm-hmm. a good book or a good movie. Agree. And um, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. So and I feel like you do that as well, bro. And, and it's important that we do that because the game needs that right now. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. I agree with sure that. Say. You guys definitely do have a very interesting way of uh, rap. Sure. So what do you, f- do you feel that inspired you in a way to actually start rapping? Like when you think like, you know, for the fans, what made you want to rap? You know what I'm saying? What did you feel like? I right, cool. Like I could really sit down and like. I could put a mean ass fucking sixteen together. I could put a hook, and I could make this shit something. Like I could really sit here and paint a picture. Cause I'm not gonna lie, there's a lot of songs that like you that you've made. Like you can really hear because of how descriptive you are. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the words that you're using and the vocabulary that you use. You know what I'm saying? Like you can really describe yourself well. You know what I'm saying? Like with um, 
fucking where I might you could really hear exactly the pre- like the the theme of the song and you yeah. you know what I'm saying you convey that message very 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 well also with um um the fucking the intro that you know what I'm saying yeah, they, don't know, they like, don't know about that like the way that you, the, the way I that you came on the track exactly the way that you came on the track and you out here like really spitting on some like yo like this is me this is what I'm about to do the game is mine and like y'all niggas got no uh, you can't do nothing but respect it you know what I'm saying word, like word. you craft yourself well so what made you I think one you know, it's well there's multiple answers to that and you definitely have one of to do a lot with that one part okay you know? um cuz i mean me uh, as the conception of jay luke was not in the perspective of oh i'm going to you know uh, be this like j cole kind of biggie kind of jay z kind of rapper nah it was just us having fun smoking out chilling talking shit niggas throw a on and we go crazy and we would always freestyle all the time but just chilling you know it was uh it was me you uh, Jeremy Lewis Dio uh Omar Omar and um man we was on your roof bro and you just pulled out a beat and you was like nah I got something for y'all real quick and you just went crazy and that inspired the shit out of yo, me. Yo, I still got that video. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, I still got I'm that video, bro. I had a cold motherfucker with a beanie in the summer. summer. <laughs> I still remember that. That's fine. Yeah. Nigga said that at 17, bro. So yo, it was just it like. Was crazy. That inspired me, man. And it was just like, yo, if my nigga could do it, I could do it. And I had forgot, man. You know, when I was in middle school, I used to write little raps. And, um, you know, I'll be uh, on the PlayStation chat or on the phone. My dog was uh, Justin, one of my old friends. And um, I'll, I'll, I'll say these raps, and he'll be like, yo, bro, that's crazy. Like, who wrote that for you? I'm like, I wrote that myself. He's like, word, that's crazy. Sounds like you, somebody else did it for you. You can do it. And, um, you know, I, it was cool. I used to have little rap battles in, in the schoolyard in eighth grade and shit. Hard, that's yeah. hard. Yeah. Word. Yeah, and kill, too. I used to have too. high school. My boy Sakiwa killed me. You know what I'm saying? And um, <laughs> Shout out Sakiwa, man. And, um, you know, it was cool, but I just... It never occurred to me that I could take it seriously until that day, until we all chilled and, and you went crazy. And um, I was lucky enough to have a good teacher, a good English teacher, who really taught me how to write. I mean, his name is Mr. Merchant and uh, from 95. And if anybody, any students, uh, previous students that watch this, you'll, you'll know that as his writing technique it's like it, you could, he turns anybody from not being able to write to knowing how to write. So I feel like just his his format of 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 teaching kind of taught me how to write a story you know um started from the beginning you know having a line the way it works is he has something called idi identify describe interpret interpret so identify you know in mince words kind of i introduce what you're talking about Describe is the meat of the sandwich. So that's when you go in and you put in the details. So in the case of a storytelling, that's when you start to add names and avenues and um, who shot who or who did this or who did that. And um, interpret is when you bring it all together. That's the hook. You know what I'm saying? And he taught me He taught me that's that fire. just in essay writing. That's fine. That's fine. So it, it was... That's it was so, I'm not gonna lie. yo, it's it's, it's fire. fire, bro. It's like, fire. He, and I'm I'm grateful, man. And anybody who's had him, it feels the same way. Cause I, I I chop it up with you know, 
old classmates of mine and we talk about it like, yo, this guy is, was to this day the best teacher I've ever had. That's fine. And he wasn't, like, he was a stern guy. Like, he, he, he would push you in your place. He wasn't the friendliest person. But he was just a good teacher, man, and I'm grateful. So he taught me how to write and he honed in whatever skill I had already had in me. And, um, yeah, just one thing led to another. You know, after that freestyle I just started, that you did, I started writing and... and it wasn't the perspective of me trying to be nice and be better. I just wanted to show you that I could do it too. Facts. Yo, bro, listen, bro. And it just worked <laughs> out, man. Yo, bro. It's crazy because, yo, bro, it's, that's just crazy. Uh, bro, the next link up, bro. Nigga put up with bars? No, 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 no. Let me tell you something, bro, right? <laughs> we in my room, right? We in my room, right? This is before, like, my mom was cool with me smoking weed at the crib, right? Yeah. This is young nigga shit, bro. My mom and her boyfriend crib in fucking Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? So we getting busy, right? We taking advantage, we smoking, we we doing what we do, right? This nigga come and he on some like, yo, put this beat on. So he was prepared. You was uh, prepared? No, 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 no. I looked at this nigga like, huh? Like, uh, yo, he, he was ready. Though. He was ready for All right, bet, bet. All right. Bet. I like this. I like it. I, I, like, I, I like it. Yo, I like bro, it. that energy, like bro, I'm not gonna lie, that shit just got me hyped, bro. Cause I was like, yes, bro. Like, I fuck with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. like I like to be around motherfuckers is doing like if you're doing the same shit. Or if you're doing something that like motivates you, you know what I'm saying? Like I like being around that energy, you know it's what I'm like, saying? Because it motivates each other, you know what yeah, I'm saying? It's like bro. I said um, yesterday. Yeah, bro. It's like sure. I said yesterday, right? I always want to be friends with people better than me because then when they get better than me, then I get to be better than them and we just keep going back and forth. It's ping pong effect, man. Yeah. Ping pong effect, for sure. Yeah, that was a great, that was a great thing. Yeah. yeah, conversation we had yesterday. Yeah, very good conversation. <laughs> but yeah, bro, this motherfucker coming, he just go crazy, bro. I'm talking about like crazy, crazy, crazy. Like I was like, oh shit. He said like oh, a crazy ass Batman fucking bar. Like the bar was so crazy. I remember this nigga Jeremy, bro. This when Jeremy had the curls, bro. Yeah. This cutting nigga, bro. me off in the middle of the fucking run. Yo, he just said, he just said whatever the fuck. Like he was yo ecstatic, bro. I'm like, yo, bro. Word, like, shout out my nigga. It was Jeremy, crazy. Man. Shout out my nigga Jeremy. You know what I'm saying? Yo, for real. It was on the last episode. Nigga shit. Nigga still Jeremy, does that. Yeah, Niggas, nah, nah, he don't do that no more. <laughs> nah, it's crazy, he, he, bro. I used to get so mad when I would be spitting and you'll be spitting and this nigga would just cut yo he said this like my nigga that's it just, just <laughs> yeah, enjoy the bar Jeremy, and that's it bro that's don't cut a nigga off bar. just it's like fucking on URL like, so nigga, you fucking about stop. flow player for real that's crazy bro nah it's crazy because dog, I, when I fucking saw this nigga rap for the first time bro that shit was like magical like me I was never the type of person to like listen to music cause he, he, like here's the thing about me right I was always like a great student and like, and part of me being a great student was like uh, problem solving. Like I would just, like if I had to write an essay, I'm gonna make that shit an A. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I was just able to always do it like that. But like, if there was no problem, it was like very like basic. Like my vocabulary wasn't as expanded as it should be. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was never into like the, well, first of all, I learned English listening to J. Cole, by the way. I'm so Dominican right, right now. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> That's Yo, why. Let me swing that. Let me see that. <laughs> but you can't breathe either, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, that shit is cracked, bro. bro. Yo, this shit is Yo, shit is crack. This is, bro. This is the DR one? Oh, man. I don't know. This is the DR one. It definitely oh, is. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Claps, man. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Oh, Shout out to DR. You, I can't fucking you got the, breathe you got, right now. You got the, you got the, the vapor rub here. But it has it's V A P O R. Yeah, this is Vaporu. Yeah, this is different. Yeah, this man. is Dior. Hey man, we yeah, in a Dominican man. household. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah man. you know what I'm saying. I this like is that. how it is. <laughs> shit crazy. But listen, right? I learned listen to Jacob sh shit like that. So 
I was like always able to interpret shit like that. But when I heard you and like really like listening to like one or like somebody that's in front of me, it was uh, easier for me to like vibe with it. Because I like music that doesn't have that much word in it. I just like to feel it. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Bro. I don't want shit that makes me think. Word. But listening to y'all niggas, bro, niggas made me think. And I'm like, this is kind of lit, bro. Word. Shit is lit. I'm glad, man. That's my goal. That's honestly, well, that's one of the goals. You know, I want people to, I'm a very self-reflective person. And I have, I have been raised in a good family uh, for that. Um, you know, quick sidebar, uh, the name Luke in my name. Lucas is my middle yes. name. yes. Speak on it, bro. And um, uh, Lucas was also my grandfather's name, who was a very well-respected man, and man who walked with honor. Everybody, any any room he walked in, he, he controlled the crowd just because he walked with such respect and honor and love. And he just was, I mean, he was a, a military general. Yeah, man, he was a military general in DR, man. Um, and um, he actually got a name. He got uh, a street, street, right? street named after him. Um, the street where my grandmother's house is in, where they raised my mom and and her five, six other siblings. And, um, you know, he was just a well-respected, very loved man. And, um, you know, out of all the grandchildren, I was the one that received his name as a middle name. And um, when I was born, uh, he said that I was going to change the world. He looked at me. He was the first person that looked at me in my eyes and held me. He said that I was, was going to be someone special. That's so, dope as hell. So yeah, man, I take those words to heart and I just want to embody that as much as possible. That's fine. I really like the fact that like that meaning behind your name is really like sentimental. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. You know what's crazy like, too? It, it gives you, I feel like it gives you a different drive, a different purpose to actually fulfill your dreams. You know what I'm saying? And you know what's crazy too? Everything he described is the same feeling like when he's in the room. Yeah. It's I insane, bro. That, that shit is crazy, That's bro. That's what's up. Yeah. That, that means a lot, man. You know, you, you know what's crazy? crazy, bro? You know what? It's going to be a long one, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. He's got the I already feel yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like this shit about to be like a three hour episode. I'm not even gonna lie, bro. Damn. Jamie, pull up that clip real quick. <laughs> but yeah, so bro, like I was saying, I always wanted to say so, that when so. I get to a podcast. Yo, that'll so. be fine, bro. Shout out Joe Rogan. Yo, listen, bro, if you wanna be the tech guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, comment, yeah. comment, comment. <laughs> we might fuck around, put you on the team, you know what I'm bro, saying? Maybe come on, man. That shit is that is real, though, bro. Like, you could ask anybody about it, you meet. They feel the same way, bro. Appreciate you're like you like shine in the room, bro. Like nigga, it's the sun. You know what's crazy That's too, what's right? Up, man. I appreciate that. I always fucked with you since the moment I met you, right? First, first of all, I met Same. you over PlayStation. I over fucking PlayStation. Yeah, man, right? it's crazy. So the first time I the first time we ever linked, it was at Omar's crib, right? That's the first time nigga saved or whatever the fuck, blah blah. Right, cool. Like I always fucked with you since I met you, but I'm not gonna lie, I fucked with you even more when I met your parents because right. of the fact that, that means a lot because of the fact that. I see like, like how your dad is. Like how you always describe your father in such a certain manner, right? And like, as a man, those are good aspects that you like and that you hear. You like you're attracted to it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So when you hear it's that eternal. shit, like yeah, you're intrigued. You want to know more. You know what I'm saying? So then I actually meet your pops, and it's like, oh, this is a fucking lit ass yeah, nigga, bro. Like yo, clown, so you know what I'm saying, bro? Dog, like yo, bro. That's every my, time that dog. I've seen him, bro, like I'm like yo, bro, like yo, what's up, bro? Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's cool. And like yeah. your mom, you know what I'm saying? Like times that I met her too, you know what I'm saying? Like it's cool. It's always yeah, love and shit like that. It's dope. So seeing that. 
it makes a lot of sense of how like you became you. I'm not gonna lie. Because you you're a perfect balance of both of your parents. From and that's coming from me actually getting to know you and then like actually knowing your parents and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I to an extent. That, man. The first time I met this nigga, bro, I ain't gonna lie, like I was a little obsessed. Like I was like, <laughs> yo, like crazy. this nigga, like, this nigga like he dead ass could like What's your name? What's your name? Hey man, listen, bro. Now we smoking on some caviar from LAX. Yeah, the question is, saying, bro. <laughs> yo, the bro. question is, are you gonna hit it, Joe? No, I'm not. I respect I'm it. It's cool. It's but cool. listen, it's bro. Cool. It's cool. I appreciate you. I tried it, bro. I tried. I, I, I would have asked too. I'm trying to have my Kanye. I was scared. I'm trying to have my. I was scared. I ain't want to ask you. Nah, I ain't gonna lie. I be throwing my nah, shots, bro. I ain't gonna lie. That's your shit. That's your shit. Don't let the nigga say no, bro. Stop and just tell you no. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, bro. Listen, I ain't gonna like the first time I used to. I used to. I used to. I used to smoke like a motherfucking chimney, but nigga, we used to smoke all the time after work, bro. No, but that's a story for another day. A story for another day. That's a fact. Yo, bro, so I have another question for you, right? Where do you see yourself and how, How? matter of fact, no, how would Jay Luke make an appearance in the industry? Because at the end of the day, like, we're trying to do this to the highest level. You know what I'm saying? I know you're taking this very seriously. You have a mission. You have a goal. You have something that you want to tell to the public. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like you're going to be able to sure. achieve that. So knowing the struggles of being an independent artist and actually trying to... Uh, get known and trying to establish yourself but with the little to none of, uh, of certain resources that you have yeah. because of the positions that we in how do you see yourself trying to make a statement where people are like oh okay cool who's this dude from New York that's making some noise like you know what I'm saying yeah. who's Jay Luke like how do you feel like you'll be able to make a mark in the industry well you know I'll take a quote from my uh, mother-in-law Quote is, uh, lo que se hace no se dice. Mm. So what you're going to do, you don't talk about. And um, I think that, especially in my life, that quote means a lot. And uh, But what I will say is this. I intend to be as authentic as I can be. I intend to be as independent as I can be and try to absorb and create a, as far as the music business side, a situation where both parties benefit, where it's not me being taken advantage and slaved on as an artist. Yeah. And I think that that requires time, that requires experience. And um, as far as my approach towards that, you know, I want to just be as, as uh, I want to communicate as much with my fan base as possible. And one of that, one of the tools of doing that it definitely has to do with social media, which I've been more present on social media as of lately, and I would like to continue that. Yeah, you didn't make a disappearance. Yeah, I, I, I really like That's how right. active you've been, and I'm not yeah. gonna lie, like that when that day that you um the first time you said like yo share this, like this, blah blah, blah I'm like yeah, yeah, bro. I, this is this know? is the shit that we need, bro. I'm not sure. Bro, and niggas uh, is fucking with it, bro. Momentum oh, going, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm getting good feedback, and like, listen, I feel oh, yeah, bad bro. for you, bro. If you don't know so far, bro. bro first like, of all, listen for all, for everybody that don't know, yeah, the first bro. time this nigga dropped the song, which was what best of me, right? Best of me, yeah. That shit in less than 24 hours, bro. That shit had like 2K on SoundCloud, bro. Like, with no marketing. No marketing. Nah, no we low key no did market. market it, though. We did marketing. But like, it was, it was, we just promoted it, like, yeah, yo, we're going to drop it on Friday. Yeah. And we just shared it. Yeah. Word. But I'm not going to lie. I don't know 2,000 people now. I ain't know 2,000 people then. Nah, you know yeah. So everybody was just, fucking with it, though. Yeah, which it is. It was a vibe. No, but I say that in a way, like, like I'm grateful to. Oh that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just course, the fact course, that course, you don't, course. you know, there's people you don't know and they but show you love. It's the same way, like, like you know, like when niggas thought, like, yo, 
The first episode, I thought only like 20 people was going to watch it, bro. Oh, yeah. We almost right. had 500. Yeah, we like almost at 500, bro. My brothers. Like, what the yeah, fuck, bro? Yeah, bro. Like, I don't even know 500 people, bro. You put that shit crazy. in a room, that's a lot of people, bro. I'm not gonna lie, I low-key kind of got, I might have to argue that, right? Because, listen, when I go on my IG, I'm like, 222 people view my story, right? And I'm like, there's no way. And then I start going through, I'm like, oh, hello, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> that's true. Damn, that's I know true. everybody here, but fuck me, daddy, 27. <laughs> Yeah, it's always you know like the, that. You know the bots Yo, be going or crazy. Or even bro. the fucking, the, the pages. The bots go crazy. Bro, y'all niggas ever like, um, get like the pages where the naked bitches be looking at your story? Yeah. That yeah. should be mad Facts. weird, bro. Like, what the fuck? Facts. What's that about? That shit is weird as fuck. I don't know. So, nigga, you ever get the DMs? Yes, bro. I, mean, I delete them all the, t- all the time, bro. Nigga, my girlfriend the other day, she got the, my girlfriend the other day, she got the sugar, um, the sugar mama DM. What? Yeah. Where the sugar mama goes around and they ask you to like, uh, send them money. On cash out for something like, I know a lot, but if you get caught by scans like that, you there's yeah, something you, wrong with you. Man, you better fucking yo. And not only that, that shit is happening in crypto. Yeah, it's crazy, like, bro. Crazy. Did it's you hear what happened the other day? Almost facts. Omar Deadass got his shit. Yo, too. almost. Oh, but almost he, he almost his, he almost got his cousin got. Yeah. You heard what happened the other day? Eleven million dollars of Ethereum was stolen. Sheesh. By by one account. How the fuck? Supposedly. Um, dude got a fake email, a fake a verification email from Coinbase that was requesting for him to change his password, mm. and Damn. he had to follow a two step verification and blah 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 blah. I'm not getting the story exactly right, but pretty much he changed his password, and whoever got the password took all his Ethereum out. That's crazy, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I would be tight, bro. Nigga, I would like that's some shit and you can't where get it you back. Fucking contemplate like everything, like. I wasn't gonna, I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. Damn, that's some shit. But for real, my nigga, it's 11 M's. Back. What? You can't get that back. Can't it's, get that that's back. crypto for you, bro. It's GG's. Like, what a come up. That could be some of the negative sides, too. Yeah. When it comes to crypto, where people think, like, Definitely. damn, like, if you, can't, if you can't do certain shit because of the blockchain, then fucking, I'm gonna just hack your account. And I already got the yeah. password, so I could do whatever the fuck I want now. No funny shit. That's that's that's, that's that's gonna be a big, big, big. I mean, it's like we said earlier, there needs to be a balance, too. Yeah. And that shit is gonna niggas happen, say, yo, bro. bro. Some niggas gotta just get robbed. Yeah, some bro. niggas is gonna get got. <laughs> no, because it's like, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, you, you kind of need that, bro. Money. It's no, because it's, it's, if you it's have part total of life, bro, if you have total total ownership of something, and somebody else takes it, and now they have total ownership of something, you can't get a title. That. That's just the system that works. Yep, you know. You're crazy. You can't get God like that, man. You got to be smart with your money out here, people. Yeah, bro. You know? Please, bro. You got to be smart. Put a two-step verification in your account. Put a get a Google Authenticator. Send that shit to your email. Hang on, bro. I got like three like codes on Google Authenticator. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? Me too. I got. Oh, God. A, you know, I, I don't got three. I got a number that I'm not gonna disclose it. Nah, yeah. Don't, don't say that number. Don't say that number. <laughs> in case you hackers is watching, fuck out here. Fuck that nigga. Dick, nigga. Yo, so I mean, back to back to um. The interview part of the question, the interview, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's what the question. The interview part of the, in- the interview part. The interview of the part podcast. of the interview. My son sees a horny, bro. <laughs> Mac, bro. Yo, sees a horny, bro. Nigga said I'm horny. You hear this nigga, bro? This nigga horny. Nah, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I'm excited, bro. Be, yo, bro, we've been planning for this nigga, bro, for a minute, bro. So nigga, like, even bro. before we got the equipment, to be honest. Yeah, bro. Like this been, been in the. But I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like me and Sister was really talking about yesterday how we started like the podcast and all that shit. And we we got on that shit fast, bro. Yo, first Yo, of all, that shit easily about like, to be a three-hour episode. Man, y'all made moves quick, really fucking quick, bro. And we already—that's one thing that I like. That, that's one thing that really made. I was talking. I was telling him yesterday. That's yeah. one thing that really made me be like, I bet cool. Like, bro, like to the point where we had a meeting. 
Like he was like, yo, bro, we kept saying we're gonna do this. Time is passing. If we're gonna if we're gonna be serious, pull up. Let's have a meeting. But that's in my head, right? That's in my head that it's passing fast, but that it's passing really slow. But in reality, bro, like I'm just trying to get on top of it. You know what I'm saying? You. Like, yes, you should. Yeah, so it's crazy. That battery bro. on your pack. Yeah, nigga. Once we had that meeting, and it was me, him, and Monty. Like we was there. We was really talking. Like we smoked the L. We really like spoke. And I was like, I right, bet cool. You on the same type of time? I'm on this type of time. Bet cool. Say no more, bro. We just. And then like, now we in episode 11, you feel me? Like, it's crazy how things right, happen. You've been making moves, bro, since yeah, bro. day one, man. Appreciate it, bro. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it, though. Crazy. Like, just inspired me, bro. Quality, man. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, bro. It's, it's what's up. It's a few people that inspired me. It's uh, you, Caesar, Lori, even one of my friends, Corey, because his drive, like, as a football player, like, he was always like a. Yeah, shout out, Corey. Like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that nigga was yeah. really motivated. All for y'all, bro. Hold y'all niggas dearly to my heart because y'all niggas. Oh shit, I forgot about my nigga Brandon, bro. But you know what gets me tight about Brandon, though, bro? This nigga's such an artist, bro. Like, he be getting emotional and shit, bro. That shit get me tight, bro. But it's okay, it's okay. He be, he be, he know that shit. Yo, class for Brandon, man. Shout out to my nigga Brandon. Nah, yeah, bro. Like, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, when I started being friends with Brandon and shit, my son had like a Brandon shit, like, you know, I feel privileged like to know somebody like that, bro. Yo, real God. quick, let me just. It dis- feels good to have good people in your yeah. life. Yeah, let me disclose something real quick, right? Because I just had an epiphany, bro. Right. Long story short, we had a conversation where it was a group chat. It was me, Ethan, Joe, Brandon, and we basically say, "Hey, listen, guys, we're cle- like on the creative side. We're all kind of trying to achieve the same goal." We got to be around each other more. We have to link with each other more, blah, 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 in order to accomplish these things and feed off each other's energy, right? At first, it wasn't really seen so promising, you know what I'm saying? Because of schedules and just, you know what I'm saying, certain feelings or whatever the fuck. But look at how crazy that shit just turned out because look who's in the room bro, right now. I ain't gonna lie, bro. It's you, it's Ethan, and it's Brandon. Like, bro, like, yo, sometimes like, I, like shit like that trips me the fuck out because like you really think like, yo, Bro, I ain't gonna we lie, really bro. You really to some shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, like, and it happens. It happens organically. Uh, organically, it, it doesn't happen like. I feel like nah. The there was definitely planned. a little push. No, I mean, I'm not it, gonna it, lie it, to you. At the like beginning. Any, at the beginning. At the beginning. But it came. It, it came. It it happens where we're at now, and it's not like it's happening because we had that conversation. Yeah. It's happening because it's natural. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's what meant I'm, to be. Like I forgot about that whole conversation. Yeah. And you bringing it up, and it's like it's true. That's why I say, my nigga, lo que sea, hace no se dice, because sometimes crazy, shit just bro. happens natural. <laughs> no funny. Well, another question I got for you, bro, right, is as an independent artist, what are some of the struggles that you face trying to, you know, really establish yourself and really become, like, J. Luke. something that everybody in the city knows, you know what I'm saying? Money. Some of the struggles, okay. That's it. Money. It we already down, set up to fail since it birth. Com- it comes down to finance, right? Um, it is extremely expensive to be an independent art- artist considering the amount of avenues that you have to take in order for you to really get your music out there. I mean, Facebook marketing or meta marketing now. <laughs> Shout out meta. Shout out to the metaverse. I heard they're supposedly going to delete Facebook in a few days. Get the fuck out That's of here. That's what I heard. I I'm, I'm not going to lie. I jumped on Facebook real quick, right? 
And I seen everybody talking about like, yo, bro, like, what's your IG? Bro, the last delete. I don't know. Like, bro, I don't, know I don't even remember the last time I went to Facebook. To be I honest, I scroll bro. through it sometimes because Facebook be having funny videos. Yeah, that's the only reason funny. I go. The news feed is hella entertaining, and you can watch like cooking videos and interview like UFC fights, old UFC fights, that's and fire. shit like that. Game. Yeah, Facebook got some Facebook shit. is definitely like for as a consumer is fire, but as a well, I don't know. It, Facebook is debatable, but let's let's stick to the topic. Um, yeah, man, it comes down to money. You know, Facebook advertising is is very expensive, and um, you know, uh, if you don't have a business background and and you're essentially learning everything from scratch. Yeah, and we're li- we live in a place right now where it's kind of no excuse for you to be ignorant about a certain topic because you have the world you have the world in your hand. Yeah. You can search anything up that you don't know. Um, so but I, the issue with that is, is that because there's so much information out there, you have to filter. You have it's a skill to be able to filter out the valuable information from the bullshit. And there's a lot of bullshit. That's a fact. And um, a lot of people that just believe what they see. Yeah, man. This is it's, we live in a time where it's like you get just constant information. constant information, constant dopamine. That should get overwhelming sometimes. 100%. So, and, and the nature of that makes it so that people don't have a high intentions, man. So, for my kind of music where it requires you to sit down and actually analyze the things that I'm saying, it is a challenge for, 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 uh, to engage an audience or like to, to bring in a new, uh, consumer in a sense because the average consumer is not used to that. The average consumer is used to just music dropping every single day, all day. Yeah. And, and artists dropping an album and dropping the deluxe the next day. Like, it's just ridiculous. I you hate have deluxe to, albums. I don't listen to deluxe albums at all. I don't man, give a fuck if you're my honestly, favorite rapper. I stopped listening to music for a long time. I'm really back on my music shit now. And even I remember mean, you went on a, a fucking a hiatus and shit. Uh-huh. I'm not going to lie. So I feel much, like that's healthy, bro. bro. It's healthy. It's like so healthy, bro. much music coming out right now, my nigga. For the past few years, it's been nothing but music every single day. There's literally Every pages. Friday. Every Friday, there's literally pages on Instagram that tell you who's dropping what on this day. And yeah. it happens every Friday. Every Friday, that whole list is filled. You know, it's crazy. Music used to drop on, on Tuesdays. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. I remember, I remember that. that. I did I remember that, bro? I remember, I remember that. that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, man, you know, it takes a lot. And I, and money solves a lot of that. But, you know, it, it's all a learning process. And, and, and uh, we making moves for the career and making moves for, for, for just trying to level up in life, man, and becoming financially literate. And everything is in is in due process. Everything takes a step at a time. And when it's my time, when it's our time, it'll be our time. That's a fact. Can't rush it. And to elaborate real quick on what you're saying, right? Something that I want to tell everybody is you have to be able to put yourself in a position where you're able to benefit from each other, right? So for example, right now currently, as y'all know, I'm going to audio engineering school, right? Yep. So think about it like this. I'm trying to see the bigger picture. I'm trying to see how how I can play a part in my friend's dreams and my friend's goals. How can I benefit them? How can I make their dreams come a reality, right? You can, you're you never going to make it in life without a team. I say this shit all the time. Ethan says this all Big the time, bro. On that shit, if bro. you don't have a team, bro, if you don't have people that you're willing to be able to let you give you criticism, you know what I'm saying, constructively, of course, you know what I'm saying, coming from a good place, and trying to help you out, you're never going to succeed in life, bro. And you also, like, for example, you can't be selfish with the knowledge that you know, bro. For example, like, right now, I'm learning about all the fucking legal shit. 
about copyrights, about fucking trademark, about everything that we have to do, certain pub deals and shit like that, that I'm as soon as I know, you already know I'm going to fucking let you know. If sure. anybody Straight has a fucking that. question, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can feel Straight free to fucking that. hit me on IG January with that size. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like at the, the end of the day. Too. Yeah. <laughs> at the <laughs> end of the day. Bro, at the definitely end of the day. Definitely, definitely the bitches. Definitely the bitches. Definitely on, the bitches. Holla at my boy. I ain't going to lie. I seen his dick. That shit been crazy, bro. Next question. Nah, nah. But for real, bro. Like, for example, like once I finish... Well, not even once I finish. Whenever this man wants to come to my house and record, he's more than welcome to record. And I'm going to make sure, bro, that at the end of the day, like, the shit that I'm learning, why not just use it for me? Use it for somebody else that has the same similar dream. You know what I'm saying? That's how people fucking hit, get successful, bro. That's sure. the only way this shit going to happen, bro. And you I know hate, what's crazy, and bro? And I hate, real quick, and I hate yeah. to see it. Because, bro, you have a lot of friend groups, bro. Like, you see... How motherfuckers just be on some like envious shit or some hated shit, bro. It's like, yo, bro, like, yes. yo, how can you benefit me, bro? Like, for example, bro, look at what we do with each other, bro. We hold each other accountable very well, bro. Like, yo, bro, there's times when you told me, like, yo, bro, you slacking. There's times where we told Brandon he's slacking. There's times when he checked us. We all got to check each other, bro. Checking each other, Even bro, when this a, nigga was at your crib and I told him, bro, you're thinking about it too much. Bro, we all have to. You have to be. true. Bro, being checked is not nothing negative, It's bro. not negative, Being bro. checked is just, yo, yo, bro, like, yo, like, you out of it right now. That's all it is. And you know what it is, bro? A lot of people nowadays in America, they don't like confrontation. A lot of men are bitch ass yeah, niggas, so bro. That's so true. Yo, that niggas. has, and we're going to expound on that on the yeah. other topic that we got later because that's, that's, that has to tie in with the shit I wrote, bro. I'm not going to lie. I'm telling you, bro. That shit is crazy, bro. How many, like, there's, like, if we're going to be real honest, bro, there's a lot of boys walking around. Yeah, bro, because a lot of boys was raised by women. Exactly. Not saying, yo, bro. Oh, my God. Saying, this nigga just confirmed listen, my whole theory, bro. Listen, and, I, and that's, yo, shout out to, I got a, my aunt, right? She gave birth to two wonderful kids, single mom, um, you know, pops left, whatever age. And um, she raised her, man, she raised those kids who are my age now, close to my age, as best as she could be. And they are as good as, as however good I am, if I'm good. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm not trying to take away from being a single mom. What I'm trying to say is that there's nothing and no one that could replace a father. And the I fact of the matter is, I would not be the man I am today without my father. My father being in my life has made me a good man, I would say, because my father is a good man. My father has the biggest heart I know. There's nobody that has a, has a heart like my, like my pops. And um, I could bring my pops, I could put my pops in any room with any character, any character. And he will get respect from that person. Oh, no, that's a fact. I can stamp that. Because he's just, he's that guy, man. No funny shit. He's that guy. And, that's fire, bro. Because if, if I didn't have, man, if it was just my mom raising us, my brothers and I, we would have been in the street. You know as what? Mu or as much as, Fuck it, let's as get we could have been. We're already here, bro. There's two more questions I want to ask you, but I'm going to ask you that at the end, bro, because we're going to have you here for a minute anyways. Bro, you know what I'm saying? But talking about that, right? I'm legit going through that right now, right? Uh, As you know, my sister, right? She has two kids, blah, blah, single mom, whatever the fuck, right? My nephew was on some shit. Like today, bro, when I was at the crib before I left the school, bro, like she got a call from the school and she's like, she just knocked on my door and she just put the shit, she put the fucking phone on speaker and this is like, yo, this nigga's not doing what he has to do. Like he's just going to the bathroom. He's staying there for mad long. Like he got his fucking, he got his feet on the desk. He's, his hand, like he's doing all some crazy shit, bro. Like he's just going crazy, 
So what I've noticed, like we always try to fucking go about it the <coughs> excuse me, the proper way, right? Where it's yo, listen, I I try to be like the cool uncle. Where it's like, yo, bro, like, I'm the older dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, bro, like, listen, your mom, I know she be tripping or whatever the fuck. But this is the thing, like, you got to do things like this and that. Like, I really try to talk to him and make him understand, like, yo, what you're doing is not wrong. You just have to look at it. You have to look at it from this perspective, right? But what I noticed is, like, since I'm not, I, w- I wasn't really playing fa- father figure, you know what I'm saying? But now I'm going to have to step up and do that because you see the lack of a father figure in the person's life, you see how that kid starts to act because at the end of the day, the mother being tough, that's not in her nature. Yeah. She's being tough and it comes off so aggressive and so, like, it's mean and stuff and, like and that because that's not her. And then that's why there's some single moms that, especially black moms, shout out black moms, they don't play, bro. They don't have know. to put their pants on. At all. And, and that's, that's why they end up, you know, being so aggressive and because, and, and they, you know, they're raising boys, but... Man, um, that's a fact, though. Yeah, I think it's it's tough, man. Cause I don't. It's not that I don't believe in in, in being. Cause I got my ass beat, and I think you need an ass beat. Like I got my ass beat. I agree. And you need to get your ass beat, especially when you get put to get put in your place. But there has to be a level of of respect. It has to be justified. You can't be getting your ass beat. You know, as anger being taken out on you. Cause that's not right. That's not. But yeah, I think I think physical discipline is 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 a lost art. You have to know how to do it. I mean, there's a reason why you know the Chinese they excel at so many things because they just have this respect and old fashioned uh, culture instilled into them for better or for worse, for better or for worse. Because you know, but, I'm not trying to say live like the Chinese or something. But but you see how you say that, right? They have that respect. Yeah. In a lot of these homes, these women or these single moms don't know what respect looks like. Because they didn't get it themselves. Exactly. They didn't get it themselves. And, you know, the sad thing is, that's why a lot of these boys grow up to not having respect or knowing how to respect. Because they never had nobody teach them respect, bro. Straight up. Like, that shit is dead as real, bro. Straight up. I agree. It is really real, bro. Caesar, I think... You know what I think? I think you should put him in a martial art. Put that nigga in karate. Put that nigga in jujitsu. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Because something physical, it's bro. Something physical is going to take that energy out. And it's like I have two little cousins who are very high energy, like very high energy. And they came from a disciplined ass home. Like I came from a disciplined home. They came from a disciplined ass home. And, um, you know, even my, my aunt and uncle who don't play. They couldn't deal with the amount of energy that these kids had. They were just born like that. So they put them in karate and they ended up becoming disciplined and slowed down. Because you know what that teaches? It, it teaches how to redirect that masculinity, bro. For sure, bro. It teaches you self-respect. It teaches you that you're not going to get what you want in life and, and you're going to have to keep fighting. And and you ha- you're you going to respect someone who, who beats your ass. <laughs> yeah. There's no denying it. Of course. And, you know, it's, and it's, we all have gotten our asses beat that's a at fact. least Man. once in our life. I feel like for me it was needed though. For I feel like it was needed because for it certain wasn't a, it too. Because it, it wasn't abused. Nah, it was, it it, wasn't for me, needed. it was done properly. For me. In my opinion. In my opinion, it, it, I feel like it, it, it's not right to exercise like force or, or fear or... Um, or, you know, just like uh, violently towards a child that doesn't know any better. It's just a cocotazo, bro. I disagree. 
Well, cocotazo diferente, like, but like actual like abuse. Abuse. There's no. There's never an excuse for abuse. But exactly, I think fear is a very. Strong Which is why I feel like that's how I feel um, about that situation. Because me, I'm never gonna put my hands on my kids, bro. Because well, I mean, that's good if you can you know, make it work. I'm gonna for always you. try to. Yeah, I'm gonna try to make it work. Because you know, yeah. I know that I'm a problem solver. Solver. So whenever I have a kid, bro, best believe that I'm gonna be on top of my shit. Like, it's not gonna. It. It's not gonna be half ass or anything, bro. Like, I'm gonna really teach that kid how to be a fucking man, bro. Like, even sometimes, bro, with. Uh, with certain friends that I have, bro, like I try to give them the knowledge that I do because even growing up, bro, I still had a father figure. Yeah, I was in a household with a father <laughs> and a mom, and they would work together. Yeah. You, uh, apart from like all the frustration that uh, came from like being an immigrant and having to start over and shit like that, which is a lot. Yeah, my dad, bro, that nigga was dead as a real man, bro. Like he really did this shit. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. that shit helps. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Take some and just put it right here under your nose so it stays there. Yeah, idea. yeah. Keep breathing that, bro. But what I was saying was like, bro, my he really did that shit, bro. He really took his whole family to another fucking country and nigga put a different perspective, bro. That shit is different, bro. Yo, yeah, bro. And and that immigrant mentality is um here's the thing. I feel like either it's great or it's horrible. Yeah. yeah because definitely, definitely I was just having this conversation with my brother before coming here. You know, Dominicans from DR. A little closer to the mic. Are from DR are the most respectful, yeah, the most loving people. I good agree. time you ever meet, bro. Like you could be the brokest motherfucker, and you're still gonna have a good time because you live in life, man. You live in a, in a in a warm island where it's all about love and, and having a good time, and and respect is instilled in that household. Don't get me wrong. At night, it's a different story. It is. You can't travel at night in DR by yourself unless you know somebody. Or who, you there. Or you there. Or you live there. Or, or you're, you're strapped. Or, or if you're you somebody else, like high respect too. Yeah, yeah, that too. But that's that's beyond the point. But, you know, Dominicans that come here, bro, most of them, they're nothing, bro. They're, they're shit, bro. They're not mere, that's a fact. Like, they come here with their fucking ignorant mentality. And, um, you know, they're just disrespectful and super loud. None of them niggas can fight. All them niggas want to jump you with a, with a fucking with a machete, machete or whatever. Pussy-ass niggas, bro. Pussy-ass niggas, bro. And, you know, just not not wanting to to grow and, and progress and being in a, in, that, in a country that gives you the opportunity like America does. Yeah. And um, sometimes we don't see that opportunity because we were born here, or at least I was. Um, but, <coughs> you know, it's, it's, it's different. You could actually win here. It's hard to win in the <coughs> But that just goes into... Winning definitely looks different over there. Winter? Uh, winning. Winning, yeah. yeah. Winning out there is yeah, like... Definitely. Winning's... I mean, I've never lived in DR, but I... I winning mean, over there is like uh, going to going to school. Graduating. Word. Facts. Getting a degree. That's a fact. Building a family. That's a perfect yeah. fucking example. I mean, I lived... I, like, you lived in DR. Yeah, like I lived Word. there. So like... I, uh, the, bro, I feel like that's why I am the way that I am. Like... Uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I'm a very respectful and uh, loving person. No, you are, bro. And that's you, something you, that you walk yeah. with respect. Thank you, sure. bro. I appreciate you that. Walk like, respect. you feel what I'm saying? Like, I really, I really be showing that that native side of what I was going into. You get what I'm saying? And it frustrates me when they come to this country and they don't walk like that because they yeah. know better, man. That's they a know fact. Better, we know better as a culture, son. That's a fact. And um, you know, it's it. it it's sad because it's from a place of ignorance. But there's no reason why in this world that we have what we have and the 
the access to information that we have that we move like the way we move sometimes <laughs> as a culture. <laughs> and it's, I think it's, it's, it's more than a Dominican thing. I really think it has to do with just, you know, just where we're at right now in our society. There's just too much going on. Technology is advancing faster than we can adapt to. And it's affecting the way we interact with each other. That's a fact. Not only that, but I also do feel like just to bring it back a little bit to the Dominican shit, right? Like <coughs> we as a, as a, as a people, we have this like this some this sense of stubbornness that could be good or bad. Yeah, yeah. that's very true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're fucking hard headed people. So like, oh, the, this the, bro, certain shit. Like for people, example, bro. like when a Dominican believes, well, I, yeah, I feel like when a Dominican believes in something. It's they believe into they believe they that believe in to that a muck, like to nigga like this is it nigga this like is a little it. too extreme so that's what I'm saying like it could be good or bad depending on your views bro so that shit fucks you up you know what I'm saying because now like it's now not only are you being like that but you're also raising your kids like that bro and sometimes we have to let go of that ignorance in order to grow bro yeah like, how, like for example if we can't even respect each other as a people you know what I'm saying which we don't have a big issue doing that you know what I'm saying but there are little little times where like niggas you know what I'm saying like you may have disagreements and for example like if you was raised here mm-hmm. like and you have an American viewpoint. There's a lot mm-hmm. of fucking disagreements that you have with people that come over here, that come from DR, yeah. and then they start living here. And they're looking at you like, "Well, you doing what? You hanging around with who? You doing this? Like, oh, you bugging the fuck out? Like, no, yeah, like yeah. you have to. You can't think like that. You just gotta move right, man. You gotta yeah. move with respect, man. And it's um, yeah, it's, uh, and shit, fucking spread that respect. To be honest, bro, respect to go such a long way. Like that word is. It's very strong. It's a strong word. Yeah, it's well, very it's strong. strong. Talking about respect, right? Where do you think and how do you see life going when we're in such a sensitive time now? You know what I'm saying? Like, not only with uh, having can- uh, cancer culture and shit like that, but just in general, bro. Like, it seems like we got to a point where we can't even really have an opinion on anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. bro, yeah. like, my opinion doesn't mean that it's. 100% everybody's reality. It's just my opinion how I view certain things in life. And I feel like people forget that we're all entitled to an opinion. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't make that doesn't mean that your opinion is any less valuable. That's, that's just fine. how I view life. You know what I'm saying? We can still kick it and have opposing views. Niggas do it all the time. You know what I'm saying? But it's got to the point where I feel like everybody wants to be right so much and yes. their answer is the only definite answer. Yes. Like there's no other answer but that answer. And I don't know like where in the ego that shit came from. Everybody because it's, 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 it's you know what it is. It's bad now, bro. You know what it is. It's really bad. Everybody wants to be right. You know what it is though. It is it, is the propaganda of having individuality and holding yourself so important. Like, bro. What's also profitable to go viral? And if yeah. you're right, you go viral. It really is. Absolutely. It really is. So you know, it really you is. Make a career out of it. But that shit. That shit is weird, bro. Like, I mean, at least in my opinion, you know, it's weird. You know, I I, I want to be. I force myself to be optimistic of the future, um, and I want to say that we'll figure it out. You, know, you got individuals like Dave Chappelle who are saying, "I don't give a fuck what you say." Yeah, I'm gonna do me, and you can suck a dick. That's the thing. We need people like that too. I, I feel like people like that. You know, situations like that is what inspires people to say listen this is what we're going to allow and this is what we're not because look at kanye west bro like the nigga like he that nigga can't be canceled (laughs) he can't bro but here's the thing right he says too many things he's one of one like his fan base alone is not like yeah bro his cultural impact is so high like we literally dress like yeezy because of yeezy yep like everything like I'm, i'm wearing yeezys right now go figure 
the yeah. toe. He really changed the I'm way we dress. I'm wearing because of Kanye. We're Bape, nigga, fucking LV. I feel like he made LV super popping. Crazy. More popping than what it already was. Crazy popping. Um, polos. Definitely. Come on now. We could talk about it for days. That nigga make book bags popping. Book bags. Bro, Yo, for y'all real, remember? Bro. Y'all remember the spray ground bags? <laughs> yes, bro. I had one too. I had a big one, one, nigga, for college. Too. Word. Right. <laughs> Word. He made that shit popping when he did that fucking spaceman shit when he had the silver spray ground. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, he can't be canceled. Shit is crazy, bro. Yo. That nigga's crazy. That nigga is crazy. I, I mean, here's the thing. He's, he mis- he's uh, misunderstood. He is very misunderstood, that, but I think well. I think it goes down to that whole just him, his thoughts being firing at a thousand miles a minute, and him not his brain is his brain is moving faster than his mouth can fucking process <coughs> the shit that he's saying, and I, that's genius. Like name one genius that ain't crazy is crazy to <coughs> us because we don't experience that level of consciousness. That's a fact. And that nigga is really ahead of time, bro. Like, bro, there's bro. Well, you know, he's a visionary, bro. I think every visionary is ahead of time. Would you consider yourself a visionary? I don't think I think. Before you even answer that, this is what it is. If you have the time to focus on your craft and perfect that shit and just say, fuck it, everything else is secured. I don't got to worry about nothing. I could just focus on this. Nigga, you could be the greatest visionary we've ever fucking seen. Possibly. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's also that. It's it's the time that niggas have. If I'm gonna be real, I think I'm more of a historian than a visionary. Because explain, and I ain't gonna lie, bro, I, bro, I fuck with that so much, bro. Because there's there's a lot of people that don't like to accept their fucking role, bro. Yeah, and and just because you accept a role, bro, it does not mean that you're better than anybody or less well, than everybody anybody. Got a position to play. Exactly, you just know. But in this whole fucking dream of America, you could do anything you want or be anything you want. Yeah. And that is so unrealistic, bro. What, what do you mean you're a historian, though? So this is based off, you know, uh, psychology, I guess. Uh, just I'm very much into psychology. I studied it for a while, and that's what I went to school for, and then I, I kind of left it. And um, Jordan Peterson this is a famous psychologist. You should look him up. Yeah, shout out him. Jordan. Shout out Jordan. Shout out JP, man. He's doing healthy. He's doing good. Um, made a big difference in my life, man. Very intelligent individual and thinks very freely. Well, thinks very, like, the way he speaks, is he speaks so elegantly and breaks down complex topics in such a simplistic way that makes everybody easy to understand. It really makes a difference in how to get your life in order. Definitely recommend his book, 12 Rules for Life. Um, he has this this thought process uh, that you know either you think, and I think this is this is Jungian, uh, referring to Carl Jung. People either think in images or words or both. Kanye thinks in both, but I think he thinks more in images than he does words. I think I, I, words. I think so. I think in words. I can think in images, like if I want to look towards the future, I can do that. But I most definitely think in words. You know, it's crazy. I this is the realization that I made recently, right? Uh, not only after like watching um, Kanye West shit, but just like really like taking a step back and analyzing everything. I, I'm I feel so connected to Kanye West, bro. Like I, bro, this may sound crazy, bro, but it's like I see myself in him, bro. Like he, he inspires you. He is always yes, he definitely inspires me, but he's always so ahead of everything. And in my life, even if like you don't see it because I don't tell you. 
Yeah. I'm always ahead, bro. Like 10 steps ahead, bro, of anything I'm doing, bro. Well, think about it. Everything comes from a thought, right? This yeah. was a thought eventually. The light bulb was a thought. That was being ahead of your time if you thought what a light bulb was. Thomas Edison yeah. created it and now it's a part of life. So in a, essentially, you can say, yes, he is ahead of time because he's thinking of things that are going to, that might or will affect our culture in the future. Yeah. That's, that's where highly creative people come in. I have, now me personally... I'm creative. Um, I'm, you know, I'm obviously creative because I'm a rapper. But of course, <laughs> I think nigga, you, that's one of the hardest things that I feel like. I mean, cause I can't do it. Like, well, put like it works together. Good, yeah, well, being a good rapper is not an easy task. <laughs> and um, I think, I think, my writing comes from reflection more than anything else. Reflection. Reflection instead of, uh, uh, you know, thinking ahead of something. I don't know. Okay. So you like uh so you 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 would think that you basically like analyze what has happened instead of worrying about what could happen. <laughs> I think I think about what could happen, what why what, analyzing what, what, what happened. has happened, yeah, and that makes why sense. Why what has how what has happened has led to what can lead or has led to what could happen or what has happened. All right, so basically you just goaded. All right, I respect sure. it. Sure, I mean, <laughs> I mean no. bro, not everybody could do that, bro. <laughs> yeah. If we're being real, bro, not a lot well, of people could do that. It's a it's a it's a form of thinking. It's called stoicism. Okay. So it goes back to the Greeks where you just, you analyze what could happen. You think of the worst case scenario and you kind of logically break it down so that you have, uh, um, you know, you've pretty much processed everything that you could process. Now, it's, yeah. unless you think like that naturally, I wouldn't recommend it because it's very stressful. Putting yourself in paranoia, um, you know, thinking of the worst case scenario uh, cat- catastrophizing it yeah. sucks bro it's it could definitely good. be very uh, consuming it's basically like being Doctor Strange if you really think about it you're kind of really looking, you're really looking into the future you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah type shit without the time stone exactly and that's why the Greeks were able to you know make some some of the changes or make such a uh, an impact they had that golden age because they they thought differently and you know what I think though like if you think like that right because <clears throat> I catch myself thinking like that when I write certain raps, right? I think it's meant to be. I think the reason you think like that is because you're given a fucking gift in order to actually paint a picture and show people what could be if we go this route. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you er- like I told yeah. you earlier in the podcast, bro, like the way you convey your message in your songs is very visual, right? So the fact that you're able to do that and do you think the way that you think, if you really think to like the, the root of it, it all comes from that, that same place, the same reason that the Greeks thought the way that they thought, yeah. it was to make change. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just have to be, you just have to be able to reach the fucking platform in order to be the highest platform that you can reach in order to actually make that change. You know what I'm saying? For bro? sure. It comes from a place, you know, it's like you need money to make money. That's yeah. Like, so you need to, have certain influence to make a difference. Yeah. I think right now, as far as music, hip-hop takes a crown without debate. Now, here's the thing. As far as the future of the music industry and, and hip-hop in general, I feel like if we don't elevate and and evolve to where we're at now, hip-hop is going to become... It's going to die in the next... It's not, well, it's not going to die completely. Hip-hop can never die. But I think it's not going to have the effect... 
that something that else it, might that, take over. That it's not going to be as popular as it is now. Everything and, sounds the same. Yeah. And like, if you consider the, what's the word? Um, the duration of how long a genre lasts, hip hop has beaten every other genre besides like classical music and shit like that. Oh, really? I did not like know blown, that. I, I, I could be wrong, but from, from what I understand, that's the case. Like we've, we've, we're young, you know, we're still young. We're not that young anymore, but, um, nah, I ain't gonna lie, bro. We, hell, we bro. young as hell, bro. <laughs> like, no, I'm, no, I'm not talking, I'm talking about oh, hip hop. Hip hop. Oh, okay. Hip hop. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only about 47, 40 nah, years. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Four, <laughs> it's the weed, bro. It's 47 the weed. years. Um, yeah. And so 47 years is young in, in, in terms of everything, but we're not that, we're not that young anymore. And, and, um, like, there's no other genre of music that has grown so fast, so quickly. Yeah. So, especially I, I, you, ev- everything that grows like that is has the only way to one place to go down. Yeah. Do you think it's because of the internet? Because this grew up on the era of the internet. Nah, I mean, it, I think the internet definitely catapulted it, but it's just our culture, yeah, yeah, man. It made hip- it worldwide, hip-hop. really. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But hip hop culture was just. It was just so cool and raw, and it was something that 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 went against the status quo. It was rebellious, yeah. And in that rebellion, people felt that they could connect to it. Yeah, so but, but a now lot it's at of a people. point. Now it's at a point where it's too much. Like it's at a point where it's all about yo. I could go get a bag. Yeah, you know and so that shit is like it oversaturates the 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 market, and then now in the industry you have it's a, become a business. Now you have a bunch of people yeah. saying, "Okay, cool." This is a sound. This is what I'm gonna do. Everybody sounds the same, and then this is what the record labels do. They be like, "I bet cool, y'all niggas all sound the same." I don't give a fuck if you nigga die tomorrow. If this motherfucker die tomorrow, I could just replace you. Yep. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna give you the most fucked up ass deal. Put yep. you in the most fucked up. Ass. I don't give a fuck if you flock or fail. You gave me a number one hit. I'm gonna milk you until you fucking die. Yep. Yep. And then I'm gonna just go get the other motherfucker. Why? Because record labels don't think long term. They want the money. They now. want the money yeah. now because it keeps everybody on the payroll. You know and, what I'm saying? You know, like movies, right? Like uh, I was watching an interview uh, uh, with Matt Damon. I think it was a Hot Ones interview. And he was saying um, that the nature of, mo- of movies today, that every movie is the same. Every movie is a fucking Marvel movie, essentially. Right? Yeah. And, the, and the reason why that is is because back in the 90s, there were a early 90s, there were a group of directors that were running the game. So they pretty much said, here, take the crown. And but that don't enjoy like, new movies like that. Because they suck. Yeah. They're designed that way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so these directors from the 90s who were running the game, they essentially got tired and they said, here, you know, take the crown, you know, run, run with the ball. And that's when you get, that's when Tarantino was doing his thing and you got David Fincher and all these directors and from 95 to 99, based off the economy of where we were at, like we were doing really well. So you have all of these movies that are going, that the main character is going through an existential crisis, for example, Fight Club. Yeah. Right. So you had all these indie movies that don't have the necessarily uh, big market appeal, but you know these movies worked out. And the biggest reason why they could make those kind of movies was because DVDs still had an effect on on movie sales. So you know if you if a movie released in theaters and it only did uh, thirty million for the and and it's in theaters for the for 6 months, you know, whatever, it's fine because for the next 6 for the next 6 months after the movie is not in theaters, we have DVD, so whatever we made we paid 
whatever we paid to make the movie, we're going to make that back in DVD sales. Now we have streaming. So that has completely taken that shit out of yeah. the window. Now if if you want, now it goes in, it's like distribution deals. Like you get a deal, uh, you work with a certain, uh, 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 what's the word, uh, uh, a production company and you get a certain amount of movies that Netflix pays you or, or Disney Plus <laughs> pays you. And... Um, Unless you're in that niche that's guaranteed to make a lot of money, as an art, as an actor, it's, it's hard to to get that mainstream appeal for like a, a common story. That's why we don't get those romance <laughs> movies anymore. That's why we don't get those you know good indie movies because it's just it's economic. All it's all about numbers. Economically, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't have a lot of mass appeal, unless it's a popular brand or, or you know what I'm saying it's just yeah. it just doesn't make sense that's why every movie's like Marvel now that's why we get, got fucking 10 Fast and Furious movies 10 is, fucking Fast and Furious shout out Vin Diesel you feel Yo, me bro family. Family. family family bro and the Coronas <laughs> family bro that shit is crazy so you know if to relate that to music it's the same thing why would I, why would I as a as a as a uh Record executive, a record label executive. Why would I take the risk and bring in this new sound when I know that this old sound makes money? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I'm not gonna take the risk. I think, I think, to have some sort of like, some sort of like balance, some weird balance. I feel like there needs to be. There, there needs to be somebody that goes against the status quo. Shout out High School Musical. (laughs) You know. Thanks. Like, I feel like somebody has to be crazy enough to be like, yo, y'all bugging the fuck out. I mean, we do have those type of people, but I feel like we need more people saying, like, fuck out of here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about, like, the early art scene in New York City. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We had people like like, like fucking Basquiat. You know what I'm saying? And fucking... Yo, that shit was that lit. Yo, and that's another thing about hip-hop, man. When hip-hop came, all this crazy stuff, like, you know, dance, uh, fashion, man, the fucking graffiti movement. You know what I'm saying? B-Boys and all that shit. You know about shit. Banksy? Uh, Banksy, right? That's Banksy, yeah. Banksy, that's, Banksy's that guy, yeah. man. I seen, you know, you walk, I forget where it's at, where it's, uh, um, how do I describe it? Like I said, I can't think of images, but it's like. Uh, it's pretty it's interesting, like a, bro. A, it looks like a Mr. Game & Watch kind of character. And yeah. he's holding something. He's holding like a bucket or something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know about. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, Banksy's that guy. That's crazy, but like you really cannot think in pictures. I, I never know. No, really. I have to really try hard at thinking pictures. But what's crazy is if, if I'm having a conversation or a, mer- a memory comes up, it's like I'm, I was just there. Huh. Like if I'm having a conversation, like when we was talking about, um, uh, uh, you know, me, you, Ethan, and Brandon oh, yeah, 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 coming yeah. together, like I pictured myself in the fucking, in my crib, like, Reading that shit, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. But for me to do it on command, nah, I don't do that. That's like Brandon shit right there. Brandon does that. Yeah, this nigga just be yeah, he's just very just talented. Be seeing shit, bro. You like know, he's very Brandon, talented. Bro. You know, you know, it's crazy. Shout out Arnitikos, no funny shit. Arnitikos, la marca. bro. Hey, yeah, bro. Arnitikos, la marca. Arnitikos, la marca. I don't lie, I'm fucking smashed. Yeah, but I ain't gonna lie. Like, yo, you know, we like low key put like a whole eighth. Uh, and those two At least it's rolling Thoinks Yeah bro Give me second hand high And shit Yo You feel what I'm saying Oh man this is a clip right here What you niggas talking about bro <laughs> I told you it's gonna be a long one bro Like Yo this shit is crazy It's bro. been we two got hours Appreciate What's up Bruno Oh man Yo bro What's up puppy 
one thing that I really want to talk to you about. And it's because it's gonna get you two niggas arguing again, and I love it. Yes, I'm here for the debates. Uh, I'm here for the debates. I'm here. Uh, yeah, I seen y'all each other. Yeah, man, yo, bro, shit, come on, toxic. man. You know what Yo, it listen, is? I told them that I'm, I'm gonna the alpha male shit. You nah, know what I'm saying? Listen, no, no, no. Listen, listen. We're I told this nigga I'm gonna be the Dominican Joe Budden. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He he was saying that. Nigga bisexual. This nigga. Oh so. Ah, so yeah, that, oh, you got that, that, that fucking effect. <laughs> yes, oh, the oh, oh, class. <laughs> All right, so I really want to talk to you guys about the education system. Okay. Hey, is there? We we know we see the 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 actual fucking problem with the current education system in America. Clearly, we're fucking behind in numbers when it comes to fucking you know what I'm saying, yeah, math, yeah. science, and all the, and all this extra By shit. A long right? shot, exactly, actually. bro. Crazy, right? So. Do you feel like there's a proper way of teaching the youth, the te- of teaching kids, right? Um, or does it vary? I think it varies between the individual. But look, look at what these rich, these rich people do. They put their kids, they buy a school, they make a school. They put these kids in private schools where the school is not that big. So the classrooms are intimate where the teacher can actually give attention to the student. Um, you know, I think... The public school system, it just its become a money thing. I remember when um, there was a format of testing when I was in eighth grade or in high school or something that my school didn't want to implement. And um, it was like, or I think it was Common Core. So they were trying to put in Common oh, Core. Oh, I remember that. I remember that, that, I remember that, that shit, yeah, bro. I know, like, I was tight. Bro, yeah, I was like, what the it fuck it is changed, Common Core bullshit, everything. bro? They even like, had uh, critical thinking. Yeah, they made so Common Core for those that don't know who don't live in New York. It, j- it just it, it takes instead of making it a question of what's two plus two, you add a uh, you add a word problem to it that overcomplicates the situation. Um, so like, why is two plus two? Why is two plus two equals four? You know, just making, and I, I guess it's, there's nothing wrong with that, but it just. It makes things overcomplicated because you have to implement a difficult word problem into deciphering a math problem. Yeah. And um, this is me oversimplifying it. I could be wrong. But basically, the school that I was at didn't want to implement that into their, into their curriculum. A lot of schools didn't. Well, a lot of schools didn't. And basically what the, the governor or the, the DOE decided was that, okay, fine. Um, no. I'm getting it wrong because Common they implemented Core implemented eventually, like after like niggas graduated low key. No, they implement at least for me. They had it when I was there, but my eighth grade year was Common Core. Common Core. Um, I think I'm getting it wrong. I think the fe- I think federally they wanted the entire uh, country to be Common Core, and New York State didn't want it. And then so the federal government said, okay. Or the federal education system, whatever it is, they said, okay, fine, because it's a state thing. The state decides whatever you, want, whatever education system they have. It's yeah, not yeah, that's yeah. not federal power. So federal whatever said, okay, that's fine. Uh, you can do whatever you want, but if you don't put the books that we want to that we want you to put into the curriculum, we're not going to give you any money. So what are you going to do? You're going to take the books because most of the schools, especially in New York City. It's public schools. Yeah. Publicly funded by taxes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you. Just, what can you, you're not going to say no. You 
need the fucking money. And nobody's going to fucking pay that shit. Nobody's going to pay that shit. It's going to come out of even more of state taxes. So, which we already pay state, what is it, 7%? Um, so. I'm not going to lie, bro. Like, taxes low-key, like, it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense at the same time. Because it's like, in order On for, paper, it's a beautiful idea. Yeah, because it's like, in order for us to, to sustain the environment that we live in, we have to pay some gratitude towards it. But then it gets abused in a certain way where they don't do it for the right reasons. Well, yeah. I think that's why, like, what J. Cole said, I feel like makes perfect sense, where why can't I do this for my app on my phone yeah. and decide where I want to fucking put my taxes to? Which is like, not what, a fucking bad like, idea. Yo, for that's example, not bad at the end of the day, for example, this has to be a mandatory IRS downloadable app or some type of shit where you have to file, you have to do this. If not, you can face certain charges, right? That yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. But you ha- and, but the only thing is you decide how much, not how much, you decide where you donate it to. So you can actually see this shit being allocated where it's supposed to. So for example, if you say we're going to do this for schools and the school still ain't shit, where the fuck the school money at? Yeah. Some bullshit going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, A lot of corruption, if, bro. If you took the entire, the entire federal government's fund and put it on $1, I think it's like $0.05 cents goes to education and maybe $0.60 cents goes to... The military? That's insane. That's fucking insane. For a country that hasn't been in war, we just got out of Afghanistan, but... That was a pussy war, though. <sighs> well, you can't say that. People die, bro. I guess when people do, like, end up dying, it gets sensitive. Of course. I mean, we say that. We, we could say that now, but, man, I got a cousin that died out there, and it doesn't affect you until it does. Uh, That's he- a fact. May he rest R. in R. peace. man. Who was he? he was also a very special individual. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Shout out to the fucking, uh, to the military, bro. When I was yeah, in man, Air Force. Shout out to veterans, man. When I was Marines. in the Air Force yards, you see, I had the sergeant, bro, that, that nigga, that sergeant, bro, he told me more than like my whole high school experience, to be honest. Yo, so to go back to what you should do with Jay, programs like that, ROTC. Yeah, bro. Fucking. I did it for three years and I'm not gonna arts, lie. you know, jujitsu, nigga. Like shit like that is going to give him that, but I but the shit like that is expensive too. Nah, yeah, so but like, see, that's oh. the thing. I was just wait, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I don't mind doing shit like that for him, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because like at the end of the day, he's gonna benefit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But for me, at first, it was just all right. Let me let him get to an age where like I know it's not gonna be a waste of money. Where he actually has like some sort like some sense that. of like understanding. That. Like yo, I'm putting that. you in this, but you have to excel because this costs this amount of money. And I it's feel gonna that benefit you. Yeah, I feel that one hundred percent. Um, he's not at that age where he's gonna value the dollar yet. He's only what yeah. seven. No, he's nine. So he's about to go to nine. ten. So I was waiting until he hit ten for me yeah. to actually. I like, think double digits is a good place to start. Cause no yeah, funny shit, bro. Like sure. he's about to go like do a fucking fifth grade and shit. So he actually yeah. kind of like, yeah, he's starting yeah, to become you know you know. Because bro, I ain't gonna lie, being there for a to see, bro. Like they they told me how to always be polished and clean, uh, you know, fit. Like bro, you was zero to see. Yeah, I did it three right. years. I should have done it, man. It was lit, that bro. That shit had, you got offered, I'm pretty sure, so, you could you yeah. could say, you got offered so much shit. Like, bro, I, I got a full ride um to to Mercy College, like full ride, because they recommended me, because I got a gender with like a 97 and advanced regions, all that shit. Fire, fire. And having that Gerald to see tag, like I had the diploma, I had ribbons and all that shit. Fire. Like I had the academic uh, ribbon. Bro, I ain't gonna lie, but like, that shit that I was that like, shit feels good, it right? Me, it taught me discipline, bro. Word, it bro, really did tell me discipline. Word, and word. I, they recommended me, and I got. Yeah, I remember the, the people that used to do that, that police shit. 
Like that SWAT shit, fake um, shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like like that Junior. Academy. Yeah, I th- like I, Junior. I know what you're talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Yo, they, they got like Junior. Yeah, who's, who's they got junior? different. Remember Junior? Yeah, that got killed oh, by the yes, 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 Yeah, that yes, shit. Yes, that program. bro, they got yes, different Gerald yes, 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 bro. They have they oh, have a junior. they have a Gerald for every uh, every branch. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? They have a, a Gerald. I thought they only had it for the Navy. Nah, that's what's. I was in the Air Force one. You were in the Air Force. Yeah, so they. So, you know, the Air Force is known for being the best polished, the most intelligent, and the most fit. And I didn't know that. Yeah. So, I ain't gonna lie, the things that they told me there, bro, those are the only things that I remember Cat. till today. <laughs> I got pictures of me wearing the uniform. Show me, nigga. Yo, bro. Watch. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you, bro. I'm just fucking with you, bro. I'm just doing it for the podcast. I'm damn, damn, you feel damn. me, baby? Come on, man. We here, man. You know what I'm saying, bro? We two hours bro, in with my boy Jay Lucas they, Simone, one, baby. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm smoking on, strong man. right now. Come you know on, what I'm saying? Because we're setting the vibes for y'all niggas, man. Make your lungs for that pressure. Yo, funny real quick, shit. back to the school shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Homeschool versus public school. Which one are you picking? Public school. Homeschooled. I'm going to say public school. I chose this for a reason because I knew his answer. Please go. I'm going to say public school because kids need to be. Uh, socialized. I'm gonna say homeschool because I could put my kids in different social uh, environments. Yeah, that's true. You can, but it's a lot more difficult. Not really, because I'm gonna be wealthy. I like that. And not I everybody. And I do understand that not everybody is gonna have that luxury, but I'm gonna have it, and I'm gonna take advantage of it to create incredible human beings. Good for you, man. You know I believe you. I believe you. The only thing is that, you know, being in school, it teaches a kid like there is a there is a social dominance hierarchy that you have to play. Of course. There, there is a game that you have to play and between ages three to six, I think, you have to learn how to play that game or else you're never going to learn. I agree with that. And it's like uh, there was a study, something like um, every um, anti- like people that exhibit antisocial behavior, they have a history of not being socialized between the ages of three and six with other children. They had to learn how to play the game. They had to learn how to share. They had to learn how to be bullied. They had to learn how to. They had to learn the game. But how do you what, what, how do you say about the people that? Because you could get that same scenario. Would you say that you could get that same scenario? Let's say like you go to another community and you happen to be on another side of the world. And your son or daughter happens to be around the same kids. Yeah. Wouldn't you say that would be the same experience? No, yeah. I'm not for sure. It definitely is. Um, like daycare. You're getting yeah. that experience in daycare. Cause and that's I, not I school. Because like realistically, like I do agree that like the, the general he's a Yeah, he's a he's a uh, cat. He's a cat. Facts. Yeah, he's a cat. That's O D cat behavior. <laughs> yo, bro. You moving differently. Bro, listen, bro, the other day, bro, when these niggas was in fucking Texas, bro, I was taking care of this nigga, right? When I would take him to go shit, bro, after he would go shit, he'll fucking get out of here. Yo, Bruno. He's a cat, bro. What's up with you, bro? This nigga's a hybrid. He's <laughs> 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 fluid. <coughs> he's okay. non binary. Yeah. O D non binary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. They got for bleep buttons. Yo, you know, you know when this nigga make it, they're gonna come back to this. A good public school or a private school, but yeah, I would say I wouldn't homeschool my kid. Maybe the first few years, but I don't know. I think being in a school environment. I, I think cool. I think there's a certain experience that you won't you won't ever really get. I don't know. Maybe. It might sound selfish in a way, but sometimes you think when you want to raise your kids, 
you're kind of guiding them based on your experiences. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. therefore, if I want my child to kind of experience that because I felt like it'll be healthy in a way, is it being selfish or is it me really trying to raise my kid the way that I feel like I should? So here's my him? thing about that, right? Yeah, that's a good point to bring up. Here's my thing, right? For me, I'm like the total opposite. Like what I went through, I do not want my children going through because I know how traumatic it could be, right? Doesn't mean that I know what the next could do, but it doesn't hurt to try. Because what if me like going to school and shit like that, bro? I, I don't, bro. Like I said, bro, the only thing that I do remember, bro, is just socializing with people, uh, being part of a team, and fucking, you know, uh, teaching like individuality and how I should carry myself and all that shit, right? But you could you could learn all these things, bro, like around the world anywhere, bro. Yeah, you definitely can. Like even going to a fucking park as a kid, you will experience these things. You experience the people but that's going to bully you. It's different because I feel like you need to be able to ha see the same group of kids every day and build a relationship with those kids every day because that's how the, the dominance game plays its role. It can only really, really play if you let it play and each time. Yeah. And um, I think that, you, like, going to the park and seeing a new kid every day, I mean, you go to a park and I feel like, I know for me, like, I have, I have friends that I will go to the park and they were my park friends. Yeah. And then I had school friends. I had, uh, you know, PlayStation friends. It I gave had, you different social settings. Friends, social settings, different social circles, different games you're playing socially. But those things are outside of school. They're outside of school, but you also have your school friends, right? And your school friends are your primary friends But how for a, a long time. Well, I feel like that depends on the individual. It does, but when you're growing up as a kid, like when you're... In high school, you find a group. It's different. It's kind of, it's kind of like you see loners, but even the loners, like some, like sometimes, like y'all old, like there's, there's certain groups that you just fuck no, with but each that, other. That's well, my that's, thing. that's the argument. I'm sorry to cut yeah, you yeah, off. That, that's the argument that the, the loners weren't socialized when they were at that critical stage where socialization was necessary, where they didn't break out like, you know. A scenario where you have a social butterfly, an extrovert five-year-old who just goes into any group and, and they're Gucci versus that kid that needs help, you know, kind of stepping into the zone. And you you as a parent being able to push him. If you don't push him and he never figures it out, he's always going to be a loner. But here's the thing about That's school, right? Like that is a fact. Like trying to socialize them after that critical age does not work. But here's my thing, right? Here's Here's, here's my whole thing about school, right? A lot of individuals are not made for the system of school. And the problem is that there's not like broader options for yeah. different individuals. Yeah, and agree. that's why I don't agree with just putting my child to, through that one thing. Because I went through it, right? And now growing up and understanding like that, yo, like I did has learned more in life than in school. And I spent like 75% of the time in school. Bro, like, I've only been free from school, what, like, four years, three years? Like, it sounded incarcerated. Bro, and it feels like that for... The illest time. Bro, <laughs> and it feels like that for a lot of kids, bro, because a lot of kids, they find themselves outside of school rather than in school. Well, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but then I think, I think you kind of low-key, you just have to redefine what, how you have the, the, the current, um, 
educational system, right? So, for example, well, the educational system is only know, meant for white people. I know, I, I know, but what I'm saying is, no, I wouldn't say that. I, I would true. because us blacks and um, Hispanics, Hispanics, all that shit. Our way of learning and receiving information is not the same as a white person. Well, why do you why do you feel that same that way? Well, um, we we used to like learn through sounds like drums in Africa yeah. back in the day. And yeah. that was our power of, you know, learning and yeah, all that so shit. So the English language and blah blah blah. I remember what yeah. you were saying. Basically it's what true. Kanye was saying. It's true. But we also have more savants. What does that mean? Savant is like multiple genius. Like you're more you're you're a genius in more than one one you're a natural like fucking genius. Yeah. Know? Well that's a that's a, a, a poly 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 mat, some shit like that. It's more it's being genius in more than one. Like um, and yeah, you're right. As far as uh, the African culture, which we all come from, we don't have our native language. We're not connected to it. But look at, I mean, the greatest artists of our time. What are they? Black. Michael mm-hmm. Jackson, Kanye West, Jay-Z. We don't come from whatever we, well, you speak, know what it is, we though? speak now, but we're the best at it. Well, you know what it is? It's, it's because that's, that's a, that's Langston a, that's Hughes. A, that's a great point. It's because no, of music, bro. Point. Like, the music, the frequency, the drums, oh, that, that's where we well, excel. White people like. experienced that too, bro. The hippie movement was full of that. It's not a, it's not a white thing. Okay. I hate that. No offense to you. No, no, no. I hate that's that. It's not a white thing. It's an economic thing. People that are economically advantaged yeah, live got, experience yeah, life. Money, you got money; it's different, bro. Yeah. You you view life from a different lens. It has nothing to do with color. Because I have met the most racist black person in the world, and I've that met the nicest thing. white person. And people that, that say that white thing. that black people can't be racist, like that's fucking stupid. It has nothing to do with color. It has to. It's in the word racist. It's race. Race Anybody is could be black, racist. white. Yeah. Brown, blue, Asian, blah blah blah. It's it, it's it's racist. It's not whitest. It's not black. It's it's racist. All right, cool. So now we're here, right? We're going we gonna get a little bit edgy. So I'm gonna ask I guess you. he's a horny bro. Yeah, I'm gonna, nah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask you a question, <laughs> right? This is out of pocket. <laughs> he's crazy, but no, this is his drop. <laughs> yeah, that's my job. Yeah, niggas is out of pocket. <laughs> this nigga's crazy. Yo, niggas listen, bro. <laughs> that's my that's my job. Yo, listen, real quick. Nah, so I'm crying. What do you say? Because there are certain people that believe and say, "Oh, you can't be racist when you're fucking going against your oppressor." What do you say to people that say that? What do you repeat the question? All right, so a lot of people say you can't be racist if you're the one that's being oppressed. You can't be racist if you're the one that's being oppressed. What do you say that? Because that's that's uh, an actual like there's a, a large a, that, percentage of people that believe in that, and that's how they go, and that's how they shit is justified. So basically, saying like for example, if you say some, not I don't know if it's on some like out, like on some random like I just see a white person fuck you cracker like I don't know if it's like you know what I'm <laughs> Joe. I don't know if it's that, but I'm saying like if they say some shit to you and you say some shit back, I don't know how it works, but some people go well, by before, that standard. Before you say that, bro, yeah, let's remember who the original oppressors were. That shifted culture and history. Just think about that before you say, answer that. Well, I think the answer to that is difficult. But what I will say is our definition of what oppression is, we have a very, uh, what's the word? Um, privileged. We're very privileged. Like, we think we're oppressed when 
we don't know what oppression. You know what oppression is? North Korea is oppression. Agreed. That's real oppression. One hundred percent of that real shit. Real oppression. Fucking Cuba during the missile crisis and under Castro's control. That's oppression. Trujillo, Trujillo, that's oppression. Yeah, my dad was alive for that shit. That's that crazy, crazy, nigga. Bro. That is crazy. That is crazy Your pops bro. has been through World War Two. Crazy, bro. And, nigga, my and dad was, right? a, bro. My dad was a, bro. My crazy. dad was a cop in DR when fucking Trujillo was alive. That's insane, that's insane of an experience, bro. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna talk about what I know about Trujillo about me and my family history. We'll just keep it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you good, dog? Um, that was funny. You know, it's it's difficult, but I think I think we just complain a lot, and I don't think if if you're not being oppressed, if you're not being physically oppressed, where you you're not eating, like I don't want to take away from systemic oppression, which I think is a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's more of an economic thing than a color thing. It may have started as a color thing, but I don't think it's that. It's it's a poverty <laughs> thing. And and the reason why there's more blacks incarcerated is because there are more, you know, they come from impoverished areas and where there's poverty, there's crime. Of course, and you're most likely gonna fucking commit it because you're you're already yeah, upset, you you're have, mad at life because yeah, of certain shit that you're going through. You have no idea what life is besides the four blocks that you live on. Every day that, is that like, yo, how the fuck project I'm you get live out? on? But don't you think that that's just because they are limited to that, though? No, I don't believe that at all. You don't think so, I think bro? that our education system, to go mm -hmm. back to education, I think we don't have enough leaders in our culture. I don't think that we are are using our resources as wisely as we could. But don't you think it's because of the overwhelmingness of, like, having that much power that they don't want to share that power? No, because no, but you, the that's the thing. You can't, you know... They're not going to give it to us. Because why is there one head of they're education? Not, they're, yeah, but that one head has to go through multiple doors. So it's different. Yeah, but, but it's still only, the same, though. Listen, and that, now, and now, that one head is a puppet. That one head don't yeah. control shit. Not, not exactly. Only that, you got you to think about this, too. One right? head don't For control example, shit. Sometimes, bro, you make it to the other side, right? Yeah. I don't know why, but this is something that's very common, bro, right? And, like, I don't know if you're not going to understand until you until you fucking experience it bro but everybody that goes to the other side and gets financially free enough to where they can actually make some sort of change they never do it that's true no matter what race it is the only time well uh, not even that you only see it uh, so for example certain white people right they have enough money where they're philanthropists they fucking give money to schools they open up buildings they do this they do that you don't really see that amongst us when it comes to our community. I mean, yeah, you got you got you got Diddy that fuck, you got Diddy that built the school. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the fuck, you got LeBron with the I Prime and shit. Cool, but we can do more. I'm gonna just ask you the question. You know what I'm saying? From the beginning again, Word. top three movies that influenced you, bro. I'm gonna tell you my favorites. I can't really say influence because that changes up. Um, okay, that's fine. I'll take that off the top right now. Uh, Christopher Nolan, Memento, with Guy Pierce, fire movie. Interstellar, another Nolan, fire movie. Enough said. Godfather. What am I doing? That should have been my first pick. You know Godfather, the whole trilogy. Uh -huh. Well, 
Part one and two. I'll give love to part three. You gotta got hit niggas with the accent real quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, for, that's, for, that's for part two. That's for part oh, two. Oh, yeah. Oh, part two, part two, part two. <laughs> the freaky hour. Oh, you know what I'm hey, saying? Whoa, whoa. Yeah, you whoa. see this, 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 this nigga go. He get high, get horny. fucking fag over here. Yo. Yeah, that's a <laughs> <laughs> little sneak peek. Yes, sir. <laughs> ah. Yo. Yo, when, oh. you look, when you watch a movie, bro, uh. what, what what's the one thing you look for? I look for story. Mm. I look for character. Um, I look for a complex plot. Mm. I, I mean, simple movies are cool, but they're not as exciting. You know, you just look at movies like, you know, the Marvel movies, which are fire, but they're just so you expect, you know, what's gonna happen. It's like Martin Scorsese said it best. It is literally a roller coaster of a movie. It's you're going to a theme park. You know, mm-hmm. you know what you're expecting. You know when you're gonna be scared. Yeah. Because when you go on a roller coaster, you about when you're gonna be scared when it drops. Yeah, like you, you know, know. But yeah. you know, right? But yeah. you still enjoy it. That's how I feel about Marvel movies as well. I'm more of a TV show type of guy. Cause the TV shows are fire yeah. too. TVs are becoming the new movies. Yo. Yes. Yo, I was Dope saying sick. that, bro. Dope. Sick. Yo, I still need to watch that, man. Yeah, I mean, I still need to watch bro. that. I gotta watch it. Too. I'm on the so Sopranos crazy, right bro. now. Hence, I don't you blame know, you. I hence don't the, blame hence you. the fucking oh, accent. Hey, hey too. my boy, I'm on it. that too. Word. I gotta watch it. Word, my nigga Lori. Yeah, I'm slacking. Yo, it's, it's fire show. Like you know, Breaking Bad, Mad Men, all these shows that have complex characters. You like Dexter? Start, Dexter. That's another one. All these shows that that are the way they are the way they are the reason why they are like that is because it breaking bad i mean sopranos started that mm. without sopranos sopranos was the first tv show that had a complex character where the character was the villain it was an anti-hero he is his worst enemy literally and he's not necessarily a good person but you still root for him yeah. it's that complex that all led to the breaking bad the dexter's the mad I men definitely agree yeah so i gotta get him that man so um, yeah, and I'm just I'm just crazy. reiterating shit that brother. has already been said. Shit was fire. I used to watch it with my brother. Yo, shit was crazy. I d- definitely I recommend lie. you watch it as you're older now, nigga. Yeah, sh- it's fire. So I right, gotta watch show. it. Listen, I just got two more things to ask you, bro. What's up? With you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got space, bro. I know. Just two more things. Nah, bro, <laughs> we gotta wait. You my boy gotta we wake got up space, early. You, feel me? you know what I'm saying? We got responsibilities and shit. I don't want to keep him long. So one real quick, right? We could breeze over this, right? What's up with it? When being in a relationship, right? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. How do you feel about going to your significant, uh, your significant other's events, like their family <clears throat> events? I ah. feel like it's necessary. You have to, even though sometimes you don't want to, but you have to. This nigga set this up perfectly. Yo, bro, I am the Dominican Joe this buddy. Because I, I think- I'm here like, for conflict. Bro- I think it's the a, listen, opposite of it. You know, sometimes Spanish words have a better way of saying shit than English. Yeah, it's more a, meaning. It's a, more co- it's a compromiso. Mm-hmm. It's a, you have to compromise. Even the English translation is good. You have to compromise. Yeah. You know, because I'm going to feel some type of way if, if like... But why does it always have to be one-sided? It, but it's not, though, because that's when I don't go the next time. Because what if you're an individual that just... Never had that like that family feel to it, and you feel awkward at these places. I feel that, and not comfortable. I feel that. What do you, you say know, to those people? I feel that. You know, I've in my relationship has been that situation before, um, and you got to work through it. 
if you really love that person, you got to work through it. It's like. But what if the other person really loved that person and understood that, that that person just doesn't have that? Nah, but you can't allow that because if you come from a family-oriented background and all of a sudden you change because you're in a relationship with someone who's not like that, then your family is, is going to resent that person. Exactly. Boom. There but you go. what if the family respects but they respect that because they respect you, but they won't respect her Listen, exactly. or him. I don't think so. Hold up, hold up. That's exactly what he was talking about this, bro. Yeah. I'm glad you said that answer because one thing that I was telling him was like, yo, bro, no matter what you decide to do, right, it's going to kind of be some conflict and some fucking issue. For with it, right? sure, So bro. for example, if, for sure. if your girl be like, you know what, I understand I'm going to rock with you. Like, yeah. Let's say she wants to stay. She wants to stay with you. She said, all right, back, cool. I'm not going to go. And then the family's used to her going all the time. Now, like you were saying, the family looks at you and her a certain way. So now that could create a conflict in a situation that doesn't even need to be there just because of the simple fact that you have opposing views. But at the end of the day, it's kind of you need to do that because it strengthens the family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, you so, know, you win them over, and it makes you, you as a couple, it makes you stronger. But 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 this is, you know? but, I agree. but here's the thing, though. Like for me, it, it's totally different. Like in my relationship, my uh, her family understands that you know I just like my privacy, and that's just how it is. Yeah. And I don't come from a a very healthy family oriented places, right? And it's always love. Every time she goes over, oh how he's doing, oh prepare this for him, bring this him. To, it's always love. Yeah. But I feel like they, it, it's like that because it could be like that too. That's the thing. Like it's not always no, bad. I, you know, this is just what I know, what I've experienced. But if yeah. it works for you, it works for you. Because that's the thing. Like that's, there's you know? people that it Fuck. works for like where every party just respects it and doesn't take it personal. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It, 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 so yeah, it definitely varies on the situation. Yeah, it really does. It varies on the situation. But I think in most cases, I would say that. In the general public, you would say. Yeah, most cases, bro. You have to. Man, you I guess I'm to. a rare species. Do, I ain't do lie. you feel like that Loki hinders yourself as a as a person because you're clearly saying that you you don't want to go because of certain things that you experience. If you don't overcome that experience, don't you feel like you're hindering yourself? And I would agree really, with that. And you're not really being, you're not allowing yourself to be the best version of you possible. That's a fact. I agree with that, but what if I'm just trying to do that in another way outside of that? Because here's the thing, like, that's that's real too, that that's okay. But what if I'm just trying to build my own family? No, that's cool. You get what but, I'm saying? No, no, that's perfectly fine. Because it's like, right, just because, like, you're with somebody, you don't have to be part of something that they already have, in my opinion. Like, why do I need to involve myself in something that already has the foundation that's just the, the way they are and we're totally completely different well when you think about because it, what that does is in most cases that i've seen is that family members get involved in certain relationships when it's not their business yeah but well, it gets toxic of course but, and it gets you know, toxic let, let me speak for myself yeah uh, you know um like i'm about to make four years with my girl amen yeah that's that's what i'm saying Word. i'm on three Word. Yeah. Yo. And, and it's great. Three. And you know, you feel me, zero. I, I go to her outings. She goes to mine. <laughs> but I don't play that. I don't play that. And they respect that. Yeah. Both sides. So it's just knowing how to place boundaries. Yo, of bro, course. Bro, listen, bro. That's one of my biggest issues when it comes to relationships where, hey, listen, at the end of the day, when you when you when you with somebody when you marry somebody, 
you're marrying what that family constructed. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. a 100% yeah. fact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's a 100%. So, it's true. It's true. so, the biggest issue for me is at some point, you have to take what they taught you and now you have to make your own decisions because now if you're in a relationship with somebody <laughs> and you can't really fiend for yourself, you can't think for yourself and you always allow whatever your family members tell you about your relationship, you're never going to be able to actually see eye to eye or resolve any type of scenarios or, or issues that you have with your partner because yep. you're not really thinking for yourself. You're not making your own actions and decisions. Yeah. You know what I'm you're saying? Thinking so thinking for each other. Too. A lot of people, bro, their family's opinion is so strong that it stops them from certain opportunities. And that's yeah, why that's it could get toxic, that's bro. That's very true. It could get really toxic. But that's the that's the risk you have to play in. You as a you as a partner, you have to know when to, you know, respectively butt in and say, Hey, this is not okay. Yeah. And I'm looking from the outside perspective and um I mean it with respect. I don't mean to to ridicule you or where you come from and but this is not okay. And man, that's I've been checked on shit. And I've checked my shorty and it's just how it works. You know, you have your definition or your idea of what you want to be and it, it starts from like you said the foundation starts from the family so you just got to work with what you got and you pick and choose what you keep and when you think about it too like you said <coughs> earlier sometimes you got to compromise right and that yeah. means you got to yeah. compromise with certain ideologies that you have you feel me in order to be like okay cool how much do i how much do i really love this person do i love this person so much to the point where there's certain shit that i could be like you know what i bet cool let's do it your way or that person be like you know what bet cool let's do it your way for the benefit of the health of the relationship yeah. i feel like that's something that a lot of relationships like you know what I'm saying? it's not that equal that. it's not that equal level of respect to be like, you know what yeah. i respect you enough to hear you out and try your way because you actually are coming from a good place that's we don't have fact. that and here's the thing too that, that i think that should be normalized is that not everything should be comp uh, a, a compromise. Simply because no, not at all. Not, not, not everything. Yeah. Not at all. Like, not There's everything. Has to be some things you gotta put your foot down. Yeah, yeah. Like, you There's certain things that you just don't, bro. Like you can't every, tolerate it. Yeah, everybody's it's not in your different, nature. bro. Like, I'm just DNA. talking about the minor shit. You know, of course, we all have yeah. certain shit that's like, yo, no, we not going above. Yeah, this. like, like no. nah, bro. Of course, but I think you as an individual, you may not know who you are, but you have to know who you're not. That's a fact. And that's where, because if you don't know what you're not, that's when a relationship could change who you are. Very much. Yep. Very much. So, and a lot of niggas get lost in that relationship shit, bro. Yeah, bro. It's so easy, too, because you fall in love with a person and they become your whole world. Yep. You know, it's like now you don't see it from the perspective of I'm myself. Now I see it from the perspective of I'm with someone else and we are here together. And, and a lot of men today, bro, they get pussy whipped. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. That's why, you know. You, you got to be in tune with yourself, bro. Yep. You got to know who you are or at least know who you're not and have people in your circle to check you because it's easy to get pussy whipped. I've been in situations. Very man, easy. I've been I think, put I on. I'm a fucking victim of that shit when I was in high school. <laughs> nigga, what you yeah, we, we, we all the victims. pussy be good, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Facts. We all victims, bro. Like, nigga, like, everything You just got to learn from that, bro, shit to be honest. crazy, bro. But see, that's, the thing, right? that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I think like th there's certain conversations that we know how dangerous this love shit could get, right? Yeah. Like when you really like trying to get to know somebody, you really trying to fuck with somebody. We know how dangerous this shit could get. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes like when you love and you, if you really love with the fucking just like straight passion and just like you know you love freely. 
Como los dominicanos. It's different, bro. It's different, right? So, I think there's Una certain pasión. conversations that you're supposed to have with your potential partner that a lot of people don't have. Like, I feel like you should talk to them. Like, yo, how are you with finance? That's a very important conversation. That's can, hard Can you have. save money? Because at the end of the day, we're going to be together. So, if we're going to be Nigga, together, fuck that that shit. we have to make decisions together. Can you hold yourself accountable for your actions? That's, that's another that's conversation. There's certain one conversations right there. that yeah, we don't right. have, bro. Yeah. And I feel like it's trash, bro. Because why now? If you have those conversations, bro, people are too sensitive, bro. Yeah. 100%. That's why communication will always be like knowing how to communicate no matter what sector you're in, no matter what industry you're in. If you know how to communicate, you will thrive. Yep. And, That's a fact. And I had to learn that shit on the ropes because I didn't necessarily come from a family that knew how to communicate too well. My father was a brute. <laughs> you know, it was his way or the highway. And, uh, you know, you learn that. You learn that. And I feel like we have no excuse. Like I said, we have no excuse and I know how to communicate, bro. There's so many podcasts of well-spoken people being intelligent and just so many places we can look from. And this whole social media shit, man, I feel like... Everybody's opinions is too strong. Too strong. Not, not everybody wants to be right. Nobody's willing to be wrong. And just take the high, take take it to the chin. And we're in terms of relationships, you know, That's everybody like man, these females is just trying to be too masculine. These these men is like, well, not masculine enough. So I don't blame them. And it's just like, man, you gotta know your role. You gotta play that role. And if you don't, and if you're not playing your role, you gotta fit into it. Well, that's one thing, right? Bro, and that's you, one of Ethan's biggest arguments, yeah. right? Where people don't want to accept their role. And this Nobody, is the thing, right? Having a role... Not everybody's alpha. Ha not only that, That is but true. Not, not, not only that, bro, but having a role, that, like, he, he, like he says all the time, that doesn't mean you're any less of a fucking... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bro, for example, like the woman... What, the, what a woman can fully do, you can't do. Yeah. What you can do, she can't do. Therefore, you, you thrive That's together. We're different, bro. When you're both in a household, bro, and you fucking like... You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, when you, you got a couple. Come on, bro. Yeah, bro. Like when you have to work with a woman, bro, like as a man, you really see how like you have to do certain things. Same way as a woman working with a man, she has to do certain things because we just trying to help each other yeah. out. You want to you want to know you want me to fucking fuck your minds up? Fuck it. This <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Uh, <laughs> a fucking yo. Fuck that shit, daddy, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Yo, nah, this nigga's out All of right. pocket, bro. So, do you know that when your daughter or your girlfriend slash wife cries, your testosterone lowers. Yes. Which is why that makes us so weak and we give in. Your testosterone decreases. Biological fact. It's no. a fact, okay, bro. No, I'm not disagreeing. Bro, it's no, crazy, no, no, bro. No, I'm that just emphasizing that. Like, How the fuck? Like, like, do the tears gotta touch me in order for me like to feel the, the weakness? Nah, you just it, see it. It's, it's the frequencies. It's the pheromones. Who? The pheromones, the the scent that's giving off. Like we're, we're very, we use our our oral factory senses have a lot to do with our hormones, mm -hmm. like how we maneuver and how our hormones interact. Um, and when a woman secretes tears, she's giving off a certain scent that we don't pick up at a conscious level, but it it alters our biology. Why do you think that every time you argue with a woman, she automatically starts crying, you start feeling bad? It's a power move. Yeah, and they abuse it. And they don't even know that they're doing it. So basically... Yes. No, 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 hear me out. 
these bitches crying. Yep. Is like kryptonite. Yes. Type shit. Yeah, pretty much. Which is why a lot of these women yo, that lie. Hold about, on. Yo, bro, Let me when say they this see this, bro, they're gonna go crazy. Nigga, that's why that's the power of editing. The power of editing, bro. Now nah, I ain't gonna lie, there's sometimes that I'll be saying some shit and she's like, yo, bro, like do you listen to this again. <clears throat> and I'll be like, yeah, we should take that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should take that out. Hey, nah, but listen, right now we roll, so it don't really matter. We can always yeah. edit whenever, so it don't really matter. Thanks. Nah, but that's the only thing we're deleting. Everything else is staying in. Nah, yeah, fuck. Very last question that I feel like we should probably end with, you know, that way for the people that already know about <sighs> Mr. J. Luke, you know, the 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 new Messiah, the new Hova, you know chill, what I'm saying? Chill. Oh man, the same. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> the modern day Picasso, nigga. It ain't just Kanye. You Picasso, know what I'm saying? Picasso, nigga. Yeah. Talking about man. That nigga gonna make you start. Italian itching. mobster, nigga. This nigga, he got many names, bro. This nigga got many names <laughs> under his umbrella, bro. And for the people that don't know J. Luke, when will we finally receive the tape? When when can you get? You don't have to give us a date. You could just give us a. A little time expectancy, you feel me? Like, yo, summer line. 2022. 2022. Summer 2022. We are going to be jamming some motherfucking 2022. And the 20 lack of the motherfucking Teslas. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, you, man know what? you know what? Uh huh. I may drop a little Christmas gift. I feel oh, like I got Christmas, nigga. I think about it and I think it's. Uh, I think it's necessary. I, I, oh, I yes, very sir. think it's very necessary. It's, uh, necessary. it's like Academic said in the beginning of Control on Play with Cardi, you know, uh, it, he's bringing Christmas to town this year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's going to give niggas present in the fucking ears and orgasms and bitches pussies. That's you know what crazy. I'm saying? That's crazy. Anyways, bro, because this nigga's bugging the fuck out. Just like that. Like we say each and every episode, especially this one, because this is a long one. If you made it this far, we fuck with you. We fuck with your moms, your dads, your Appreciate grandpa. You. You. We fuck with everybody. We also want to give I love Jay Luke his flowers right now. The fact that we have him here in front of us, you know what I'm saying? We want to thank you for coming on. You know what I'm saying? The and first motherfucking go on the light of the podcast, first, bro. The first three-hour pod. The first three-hour pod, this nigga broke a fucking record, bro. We're going to put a picture of you. Nigga right said, you I talk a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Now we talk a lot of shit. Nigga, we're until part two, nigga. That yeah, shit, part two you know gonna be we're going to have to live stream yeah. that shit. Yeah, I'm going to I'm have, 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 have to stay over and shit. That's a yeah. fact, nigga. <laughs> I could tuck you in and everything, bro. Bring some Yeah, you heard this nigga? He said, I'm going to tuck you in and I'm tuck you in and everything, bro. Hey, yo, listen, bro. Thank you for watching, bro. It's your boy, I like, your, that, I like it's that. It's your boy sees out here with my nigga Ethan. It's J. Luke. Thank you for watching. Yeah, man. Zero. <laughs>